1: Welcome to a show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. I'm so glad I get to see your faces now when we record. It really wouldn't be the same if I didn't if I didn't have Chris Ray and a crudely drawn smiley face on his thumb staring at me instead of his face. Uh, uh, from Zoom, so I res- I resent the crudely drawn comment.
0: Mm. Yeah, it looks exactly like you. I yeah, can't really tell that
2: is that is me if I shave my head pretty much. Yeah, thumb. down to down to the blue mouth. Especially that the ink you've chosen is sort of a turquoise it was, shade. Yeah, it was the first uh, pen I could find. Yeah, and now it won't come <laughs> it, off. I was going to
1: great. say it was the first pen I ever bought, and yeah. I never <laughs> parted with it. I
2: bought it. I bought it six <laughs> weeks ago, and that's we've the, been inseparable was- ever since. <laughs> you bought your first pen six weeks yeah. ago. Never needed one. No, they are overrated. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) Use blood. Cheers.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Nick. Nick, uh... Oh God, I do actually remember watching. uh... When back when I lived at home, my family would occasionally put on uh, like the Culture Show because we wanted to feel more intelligent than we actually were.
2: Oh, that's definitely the way that you. That's the, that's the only reason anyone watches anything highbrow. But it's a great I way do... to get cultured is to watch something called the Culture Show.
1: Well, for a long time, I thought I was like, "Oh yeah, I am being cultured." And sometimes they talk about you know movies and stuff. It wasn't all like, uh, but what does it mean? You know, they were they would mm. talk about like entertaining crap sometimes, but they did do a feature on a guy whose art involved painting pictures on walls with feces. Yeah, and I was uh, like, "That's like,
2: art. That's art, isn't it?" Or is I it? Resent. Is it I that.
1: Nick, as an artist, could you tell us what art is?
2: yes please um art is
0: uh essentially comics and that's kind of where it begins and ends really yeah uh anything outside of the bracket i'd say broad but others might say tight or niche bracket of comics i would say is not art but he's so saying um, that's it. just
1: <laughs> so is every other piece of art a failed comic like they yeah, drew I one picture i think
0: yeah, everyone's trying to make a comic, but it's like, the thing about comics that a lot of people don't understand is that it's like lots of small pictures on a page rather uh, than just one picture. That's the really biggest difference that I yeah. don't think a lot of people grasp. And so what a lot of artists tend to do is they paint one picture, and then they stop, and they're like, I've done it. And you're like, but you haven't, because comics are, you know, sometimes three <laughs> pictures At least. on a page. <laughs> At least. Maybe I remember,
1: more. I remember like um, trying a new graphic novel once but it was a really weird graphic novel because instead of being a book it was actually like a really old building somewhere in oxford and all the panels were actually just kind of like spread out on the walls and there were like Uh, lots of people uh in smart uniforms kind of walking around and they stop you from kind of hanging out too long and there was no dialogue it was a really weird comic yeah
0: yeah no i don't like the sound of that at all that to me doesn't sound like a true comic you know
1: no and you didn't have to buy it but you were kind of subtly guilted into maybe putting some money in like a donation box on the way out. Oh, you got it. Yeah. That's how they yeah. get you.
0: These building comics, I'm not sure about these. Mm. But in, in true answer to, to your question, what is art? I, um, I have had a many a discussion with Ali on this subject. Because Ali is a firm believer that an art, an, an art is anything <laughs> that... I've done an art. <laughs> ...that creates an emotional response in the viewer. So if, you're, if you look at that, that smearing of shit on the wall and you're angry that that man is making millions by doing that, well, that's art, because you're angry.
1: The thing is, when I look you at succeed. that smear of shit in the bottom of the pan, I do get an emotional reaction as well. I would not call every bowel movement a a piece of art, though. This is the thing. I believe there has to be a requisite amount of
0: work. And whether that's talent, or skill, or time, whatever it is, I think there has to be some... Because this is the difference between, say, looking out over a beautiful view. I wouldn't look at a beautiful view in nature and go, ooh, that's art. Because that's just that's just the world. The world's beautiful, sure, but is it art? Like, surely the difference is that someone did it, someone made it, someone yeah, put uh, some work into it. Yeah,
1: Nick, okay. <laughs> Hello. I mean, the blasphemy here. I mean, Odin did that.
0: Oh, shit. That's yes, his art. Did.
2: That's a well-known fact. And the world is his comic book. Surely then, because I've seen some shit art. Really. <laughs> But then, isn't Isn't it good if someone... Chris, Chris
1: Ray thinks, writing for The Observer.
2: <laughs> oh, it is, it is, though. It is, you know. Everyone agrees. It's objectively... The problem, so. the problem is then someone could turn around and go, oh, no, that's actually very good. And, like, what can I say to that? Exactly. What can you can say? Can anything be objectively shit in art? Um, unfortunately... all subjective? This is the weird thing, though. And, and it is something
0: I've considered to bring as a hate before, which is, like, um, on Instagram, I might often see these tutorials, like how to draw an arm, an elbow joint, for example. And it'll be like, there'll be one drawing and it'll be like a big red X. It's like, don't draw it like this. And there'll be another one, which granted is slightly more anatomically sound. And that's got a big green tick. And I'm like, but that other one, like that could be stylized. You know, that could be like cartoony or whatever. You might be going for something different. And so the problem with this is that no, there isn't an objective answer, annoyingly. But then I think sometimes people just draw really badly and then we can go, no, that is a bad drawing.
1: That's bad. I mean that, so Pica- how, how that Picasso that? guy didn't even yeah, put I mean, the eyes on the right side about?
2: of the head, did he? he, he no. Yeah, it was all. Oh, it's a person. You got. You got to like, rearrange uh, it
1: for that it's like to be, Pig, actually
2: become I'm obvious.
1: Maybe, like, maybe you only get it like the moment you die. Maybe like you spend your entire life wondering what art is, and then. I mean, I don't. I don't wonder at all. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I I hate to ruin the format at this point. But we do have a user hate that relates to what we've just been talking about. I'll chuck it in. So I'm Let's wondering if I should chuck it in now. Oh, I so think you definitely. It's should. the Wild West, Rev. Okay. All right. We'll do it. We're just going off script now. I barely Whoa, wear so all trousers. Of, all of most of this days. is usually all of this is usually totally scripted. Obviously. Yeah, um, we rehearsed. So it we've got one here from Daniel Gibbs Gibbo, Gibbo, the Gibbo Gibbon, friend the of the show. Uh, he says, "I hate when people try and change your art." Story time. I did a GCSE in art, and while my teacher was a perfectly nice person. She had a couple of teaching methods that still irk me to this day, Well, mm-hmm. you've come to the right place. Yes. Um, the first was not letting people finish what they were saying. Frequently, I'd go to talk to her about an aspect of the piece I'd be working on and partway through, she'd latch onto something and run in another direction. Oh, and then wow. there were t- the times she'd physically draw or paint over stuff. Oh, dear. One time I was working on a version of my final piece for the year, painting away, and my teacher makes a suggestion, then takes my brush and begins to paint her suggestion onto my artwork. I did not like this. <laughs> At one point, I had to get her to paint a suggestion onto a scrap piece of paper. But why would you paint or draw directly onto a student's work, especially if the piece that if it's the piece that's going to be graded? Very good, very good. I mean, from a teaching point of view, that does seem like a good way to guarantee someone gets a good grade, and you look like a good teacher, <laughs> or at least a certain patch of the painting is really good. <laughs> but if, I, if I was in GCSE art and someone gives me a D, couldn't I not just say I reject that? <laughs> I, re- I, I reject
1: mean, you your criticism. I mean, that's your opinion. Yeah, you know. D Man. is your
2: opinion. I think I got an A, so therefore that's going on my CV. I have a, I have a lot of issues
0: with how art is taught, I think. <laughs> um, certainly in the sense that when I was at school, that was when I was starting to discover like comics, and I wanted to draw in that sort of style. Um, And my teachers, almost all of that, I went through a few different teachers across the time that I was like learning to draw this stuff or discovering Mm. it. And the exclusive like answer was never, never use key lines and also often never use black. There was this. There was this idea that you had to paint in this sort of impressionist, expression-y sort of way, and there's never any truly black things in the world. That's not true, I don't think. But um, but yeah. So key lines were forbidden. The use of black was forbidden, and of course, those are two central aspects to drawing comics. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was just this idea that. that and, and I know it continues today because I've talked to to kids going through school and stuff when they've talked. You know about my work at like comic conventions and stuff and teachers are just blocking it all the time but then on top of that it's like well how do teachers decide what is good and bad you know like
1: yeah I think one of the big problems because I, I did art at gcse and i wanted to take it further but i ended up doing like a really sensible stuff like science you know i gave in basically i sold out Sure. <laughs> and um there was a lot i liked about it but at the same time you're always you know it's always like you've got to do cubism You've got yeah. to do, like, expressionism Pointilism. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I do not care about cubism. It's so
0: boring. The thing, like, we, we had a really good teacher. And maybe this was only good, again, subjectively, because, it, like, I liked it. But in the earlier early years, so, like, year eight, year nine sort of time, we would learn the fundamentals of things like perspective, uh, three-dimensional drawing, like, creating grids, two-point perspective, one-point perspective, three-point perspective, you know, like, doing all of the stuff where you, like, construct images. And I thought that was really cool because that's not like forcing you to do something in a certain style, like pointillism, keyline, whatever. But instead, it's just saying here's how you to construct an image to look sound. And I like I feel like that's maybe an angle that art could work down a little bit. They don't do that at all anymore. Now it's all just sort of imitating famous artists and then like writing what you learned from copying Picasso
1: or something. I learned that he well, you, were like never, a crazy you were never you were never allowed to like just. Draw what you wanted to do. No. To do. Not and at and all. I get it was an art lesson. It wasn't like a Whoa. <laughs> drawing lesson. It wasn't just like a, a hanging out lesson. But like I think a lot of people treat it like that. But it's a good, good way of just like killing any enthusiasm you might you might have for it. But is, that's the story I, I hear over and, yeah. and over again. If yeah. you're good at one particular thing and the
2: teacher says, Right, we're moving on to the next thing, and you're crap at that, surely that, as you say, discourages any sort of individuality. Absolutely or any progression in the field in which you'll uh, accomplish that.
0: There doesn't seem to be any understanding for developing your own voice in like high school art teaching mm. until maybe year 13 sort of era. And at that point, you're leaving anyway. And you've decided you're going to just sack off everything you've been taught and do what the fuck you want, which is basically what I thought. I, I, I resolutely drew comics all the way through, despite the fact that we were doing different styles <laughs> of media. And I just kept getting really low marks because of it. But I, <laughs> I didn't give a shit.
1: Was, you, was your teacher always like... Nicholas, forgot. I mean, basically, you, you were like... It was like Flashdanks, but with comics. So you're like, yes, it was like that, yeah. Nicholas, comics abandon this town. It's expressionism <laughs> or nothing. Like, I'm gonna do pro- it! And you're like, I'll prove you wrong, father. I mean, Sensei, teacher. I mean, um, whatever was, well, you are. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ultimately, they were right. Comics it's are a really shit. annoying
3: thing,
0: as well. <laughs> yeah, they were right. Good it's for them. <laughs> comics industry's garbage. Um... <laughs> You'll never
2: make a living out of this boy <laughs> you, you really right. won't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you, know, you never hear stories like that do you like uh, people people always told me I'd amount to nothing and and they were right And they were correct yeah, sadly. Um, you never hear those those stories. But like I had teachers who blocked my
0: comic stuff or hated it or told me I had to do something different and then when I like left school um, finished graduated university and everything, I was now one of those like kids who was doing something with art, which is like super rare in in terms of like schools trying to get their alumni to like show off with what they can do. And so this art teacher contacted me out of the blue and she was just like, I see you've been like making comics and going to conventions and stuff. Would you come to the school and do a talk? And I was like, but you blocked this. Yeah. Like, every day you blocked this. And now you want me to come into school and tell your kids that the that the horizon is the limit and that you can draw whatever you want. When the instant I leave that room after telling them that, you're going to tell them to draw, like, chiaroscuro shading. Like, no.
1: Uh, maybe should... I did go back and talk instantly. but yeah. Maybe, though, it's a trap. <laughs> like, maybe you think you're being invited back. And it's like, oh, that teacher learned a lesson. Yeah. She's trying to te- te-
2: teach you another lesson.
1: Oh, no. But you're going to come in and they're going to go... She's, she's going to be like, oh, Nick, you know, I know I know. we had our differences when I was teaching you, but you've taught me so much. And now, Nick, please teach these, these children <laughs> how to draw cubism. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you look down and all you have is like a sponge and a pot of paint yeah it's like i had a pen a minute ago what the hell <laughs> i'm wearing an apron and i've got like an easel it was yeah. it was the same with english if i'm honest like i remember studying that and like we used to have to, occasionally quite rarely in secondary school i think if a teacher was just bored they would say <laughs> do probably like read like spend the last 10 minutes of class reading a book wow and i brought a comic Oh, my no. Body. Oh, John. And I was reading that comic, and I was really reading that comic. Like you were reading the words, and they were going, Yeah, into the your words mind. and everything. Going yeah, going, yeah, I normally I remembered
2: just... it and all sorts. I could read all the words.
1: Nowadays, I just skip over the words. I mean, yeah. they're, they're irrelevant, but. They are remember, the least, least important part. I remember a teacher coming over and going, John, you know, can you put that away and get a real book out? There's this a lot a of this. Book. Yeah, a you real charlatan.
0: book. <laughs> you charlatan. You fraud. Yeah. There I is know. that sense, though. Like, I mean, I. I, I the thing is there's a lot of garbage in comics but i would argue there's a lot of garbage in any storytelling medium um it is weird that comics get massively like you know just oh they are trash Hmm. it's it's strange like oh it's you're just you're just i don't know having fun you're just pissing around reading a comic book john do something
2: serious read journey to johannesburg or something to be (laughs) fair john it's not like you really had a reputation for dicking around in school anyway I think rebellious. they, they probably, could have, could have, probably could have cut you a bit of slack there. <laughs> they they really really should have. Like, Everybody gets one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was yours.
1: What, was your, what, what were your experiences of, uh, of uh, art, Chris Ray? Creativity.
2: Well, <laughs> I, of creativity. Well, as you can tell, um, I did graphics at GCSE. Okay. Um, which I don't really remember what I did. Um, my art teacher's in prison now. <laughs> Ooh, yes. So, Ooh, yeah, this yeah. is an, this is actually true. Really? Um, it's yeah, nothing yeah, to do I'm with not you. Gonna t- I'm not going to tell you why on okay. this podcast, but I will at some point. Wow, wow, wow. Um, in that case, but yeah. I wish I hadn't so on my last memory, actually, because I did get a D in graphics at GCSE. And he came but up, if they're he in ap- jail... And he actually apologised. He was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, all right. Really? Wait, I mean, what, do want, what do you want me to say to that?
1: Because he was like, because I failed you. Is that what, Maybe. As a teacher. Well, he
2: was, he was, I don't know. I think, I feel like I was quite a... Uh, well uh, liked member of the, that class, probably because I'm such a winning personality. You are, it's true. Uh, thank you. I was it's hoping weird someone that would you, say it, but, um, DM but yeah, he apologised. came up and apologized. I was like, okay. I mean, uh-huh. I've got nothing to say to that, and I, I regret punching him now. <laughs> uh, but I was just blind with anger. Yeah.
1: I uh. No, I that name didn't it.
2: happen. That didn't happen.
1: I won't name names, but um, we 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 had a, uh, a mutual friend who went to the same school as us, and I believe. Uh, in his final year, he took art and he took graphic design as two two subjects. And sure. I believe he got an E in one. Oh, I know you. And I, th- I thought I knew who you were talking about. I yeah. definitely know now. He got an E in one and a U in the other. Yeah. Oh, so wow. he stayed back a year to retake that year. And after a year of restudying, he got a U in the first one and an E in the second.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that... Uh oh i feel bad now but... and
1: his name was damien hurst yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now he's the ceo of uh yeah no i remember that i remember that. i had a
0: there was a kid in my art class who went on to be damien hurst's like i don't know sidekick what do you call it like an intern i guess or something he basically worked with damien hurst in his studio for a while
1: oh did he did he source the sharks <laughs> Like when he, he caught was, them.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was caught sent sharks, out into yeah. the sea just like to wrestle a shark for Damien, Damien Hursk would like wrap a greasy rope around his waist and throw him <laughs> off the back of his private yacht. <laughs> for people will be
2: looking from the cliff and go, Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Oh, it's it's <laughs> art. Even
0: this is Ah, uh, it's so postmodern. Just swilling a bacardi glass.
1: Ooh. I always remember like art teachers not take not believing you when you said you were done, like with a piece of work like yeah. i remember um but, like the task is you've got to draw we were drawing like greek we were like copying pictures of like greco roman statues or something we were like trying to draw draw a person and um, draw a person
0: if you can, if imagine, you can imagine such a such thing, a thing.
1: <laughs> and i remember like so many times i'd tried to do an assignment in class and going like oh i think i'm done i'm quite happy with that and the teacher uh, coming over and going like, no, you're not done. Keep going. Yeah. i like, I don't know what to draw. Add I a bow tie. Add a bow tie to it. <laughs> it. Thing is, I
2: feel like if we did it now, we would say, I'll tell you when I'm done. Not the other way around. I'm in charge here. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. Now, no, back then you were like, oh, OK. I mean, they I used to just add some fireworks or something.
0: <laughs> they used to teach us about the dangers of overworking something.
3: Mm.
0: But then but then they would be like, oh, no, you're not done. You don't know when you're done. Who are you?
1: What's the- what do you think you know? fuck off out of my studio. <laughs> and then they embarrass you in front of the class. They hold up your work and go, look at this. Is he this it done? done? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't
2: think of art at all in any way, shape or form without thinking of the runes collection from oh. uh, from another oh mutual friend of ours, which I think we may have mentioned on the podcast Oh, I think before. you have. Yes, um, it's uh, but glorious. I mean, we should probably try and get... Fo- it's hard to explain it, but we should probably try and get some photos of it and, and put it up on the Facebook group. Because it is something. Yeah, I think very we mentioned special. that in an early episode, like one, yeah. two, or three. I think, I think yeah. we, we did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it turns out there are there are some things which are just so beautiful they yeah. can't be described in words alone. Like you, I wouldn't to... know. I
2: wouldn't know how to describe it.
1: <laughs> Let's yeah. just say it was a project which was hastily thrown. To... No, that's unfair. That hastily shut out the <laughs> night before. <laughs> The night before oh, deadline of, I believe it was a GCSE project, A-level project. One of, one of those, certainly. It yeah. was a pretty important project, which a friend of ours put together in maybe three hours after... I think that's being quite generous. <laughs> yeah. He got an alright grade, didn't he?
2: I think he got a D, which that's is actually, bearing that's... in mind what he actually <laughs> produced is, is pretty good. That's I mean, technically
0: that... a pass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel that may have been down to quotas. I, I think they may have felt that like, if we fail this boy, <laughs> the class average would I be mean, so bad.
2: <laughs> as the teacher, you must be looking at that and, think, and being at least mildly entertained. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, I, to be honest, as as much as the subject, uh, the teaching of the subject is probably bullshit at schools, there's probably a joy to be had for being an art teacher <laughs> and seeing yeah. the kids who don't give a fuck about art just giving you something. Oh, there'd be so much joy there.
2: Do you remember in Ooh, RE we had there were because RE was the DOS lesson in our school <laughs> as we called it, and that's why the um,
1: world has no <coughs> problems in terms of tolerance yeah.
2: or understanding. And someone, someone was asked, I think, as a punishment to write an uh, essay on euthanasia. <laughs> oh my god! And they wrote an essay on youths in Asia, <laughs> and submitted that.
1: Brilliant. And the teacher,
2: I think, had it laminated and put on their wall because they loved. They thought it was so funny. Okay, sense of humour, that's good. Still got an E, but, you know. Yeah.
1: Thinking back, it's amazing. I learned. I did learn a lot in RE. I kind of enjoyed it. I, I did like learning about the different religions, but thinking back, 90% of the lessons weren't actually learning about religion. They no, were learning it, about it, the it was, Bible. It was more about
2: yeah. the, almost like philosophy, I thought.
1: Do you, re- do you reckon? Yeah. I, just I remember, remember we
2: had a, like a uh, quandary about a lifeboat once. Who would you save out of these people? And you had to challenge the um, oh. stereotypes and all that sort
1: of thing. It's like you're in a you're in a sinking boat, or you're in like a yeah. burning building. You can only rescue. You've got an old lady, and you've got a young child. And which one will you save? And yeah, you and tell it's me. Like, like, well,
2: the old lady's old, and she's had a great life, so she should die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then you go. Then it's like, well, I pick, I pick, I pick the child, obviously. And we go. Ah, oh, but wait, what's that in the kid's hand? It's yeah. a copy of mine camp. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and his first word was Heil <laughs> Oh no. I don't know what to do. I've saved the wrong child. I got my
0: only detention in RE that I what? ever had. Oh school.
2: no. What
0: yeah. did you do? Um the, the teacher had told the room to be silent and uh we had to leave the classroom in so it was right at the end of the lesson, had to leave in a single file out of the classroom in absolute silence. And I had either missed that the teacher had said this or was just, you know, not paying any any sort of attention at all. And uh, my friend dared me to say, have a nice day to the teacher, as I said. <laughs> what a Which nice. I did in that sort of like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But he obviously knew the room had to be silent, which is why he dared me, <laughs> the bastard. Uh, so as I said that, the teacher just went, Did you So that was cool.
1: Did you not think it was weird that like everybody else in the class was... Utterly funeral silent. You think think that would be
0: a
2: clue?
1: All you could hear was constant music in your head.
2: (laughs) I never got a a single detention on my own, sort of thing. I got—I think I was involved in a class detention once. Oh yeah. But I, I, yeah, I never got. I was a good boy.
0: But that was never my fault. The class detention. Yeah, it was 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 class detention. It was like, oh, and, and
2: I. And I just said, oh, fuck off, teacher. And then yeah, that, that probably cost me. I, I remember mem- once um, in, in my
0: first year, so I was very fresh to secondary school and I was very, very scared. Um, I Something went wrong with my biology homework. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, the teacher called us back at lunchtime and I thought for, I was like panicking. I was like, for sure, I was going to get an after school detention or something. And one of the other kids who was also in the same boat, there was a few of us, was a kid called Jamie Walker. I can remember oh. this perfectly. And the biology teacher was called Mr. Walker. And uh and he was like, guys, guys, don't worry. Uh, he's, in, he's in my family. He's a really nice guy. He's not going to, he's not gonna be um uh he's not gonna punish us at all. And we went in and it turned out that I think we got like maybe a lunchtime detention or something doesn't really count, you know. But um he wasn't related <laughs> to him at all. That was just that was just a lie. I don't know whether he felt like he was comforting all of us or what. Like it was just a
1: lie for no reason at all. I just don't understand. <laughs> did he think? Did he not know that? Did he think that anyone with the same surname is related? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe he, he did, did yeah. genuinely think
0: that. Maybe yeah, he was. He did turn out to be pretty. Uh, should we say underperforming? It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice way of saying it. <laughs> I wonder where he is now, Jamie Walker.
1: Um, we had um this one really weird classroom at secondary school, which was like really far away from the main building, oh, It's like it just this little kind of squat hut. It was a science, I mean, it was it was a science si- lab, wasn't it? It was a science lab. Yeah. It was T14, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I want to say yeah. that's what it was wow. called. It was, it was the only we... science
2: building on its own, and it was nearer CDT than it was science. But it was also near yeah. the basketball courts.
1: Yeah, it was like its just own. this little hut. Because I think once upon a time, they used to teach people how to grow potatoes up there. <laughs> Back when they had lower expectations yeah. of their graduates. Oh, um, time yeah. for
2: potato studies.
1: <laughs> and I remember we had one Bonnie. episode. We had one episode where this one lad, it was a, it was a regular Bart Simpson in like that kind of weird late nineties way, was kind of like I can't even remember what he did. He was misbehaving or something, and he doubled down. Like you know, you meant, normally you go like it's like um, you know, um, Philip, sit down. You know, stop misbehaving. Oh, sorry, teacher. But instead, they were like, he was like, he, it was always like you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> and, <laughs> He ran out of the classroom. <laughs> and we thought, like, oh, he's gone. Like, he just legged it. But then the teacher tried to, like, chase after him. <laughs> and then she came back in after a while. She was like, just get on with your work. And, and we kept seeing him out the windows. Because <laughs> it had, like, 360-degree windows. And this kid would keep, like, running around the building.
2: He'll tire himself out eventually. Yeah,
1: he'll, <laughs> like, he'll come
2: in for a nap in a bit.
1: And the teacher was like, just don't, don't acknowledge him. But how could you
0: not? I mean, that's like prime. You know how kids just gather at the window when anything is happening outside the classroom? Like, that's prime distraction material. That kid knew what he was doing. He was um, an
2: expert. But the way that kids work. It would be like, hey, everyone, look what Philip's doing.
1: And we'd all run to the window.
2: Yeah, exactly. Look at him. We had to look at him. This is the same mutual friend who did runes. Um, once hid from his teacher while he was supposed to be in class behind a vending machine so we were all in the common room um, and he hid behind the vending machine and then uh, his teacher came in looking for him because he obviously knew he'd just skipped the class and she goes, has anyone seen James? and uh, we just we sort of pled the fifth um, and then he just and then she looks around the side of this vending machine and he just pops around like nothing's happened and goes, oh hello miss uh, <laughs> is, 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 is it time for class? Good times What a hero
1: Oh my life Well format is king yeah. We're uh, only does... um,
2: 27 minutes in Oh god
1: Okay Does anybody Have a hate I have a hate like... Oh Well right. I actually so I, I have actually
2: have two So I'm going to give you An option Today Okay, okay. So, I like that uh, I can your give you a hate Relating to wildlife Or okay. uh, Football Because I, normally I will run my hates Past Liz And she will tell me Which one is better but I thought I'd put it to you today. Okay.
3: So, well, I'm going to pick
2: wildlife. 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 Oh. Okay. I go. hate our local fox. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's such a dick. So we, are, we have a local okay. fox. Um, we have a local fox. We have a local fox as well. An, we have a
1: local fox. Well, maybe. He's, yeah. No, what if it's the same? It fox? probably is <gasps> the same fox, isn't it? That Toggy hussy. Is.
2: Quite. It's quite likely, seeing as we all live within five minutes of each other. <laughs> um, and he comes in, poos all over the lawn, poos all over the decking. Tried to get in the house once. There's a video of him trying to get in the house. <laughs> There's also Whoa. a video of him drinking out of the neighbour's bird bath. And he just he doesn't seem to give a shit. Well, he does. He I gives was, you lots I of shit. I was brought up on the animals of Farthingwood and I was led to believe foxes were noble creatures. Yeah, where did that come I don't from? Know, because, because they
0: are dicks. And you, if I you watch
2: Farthingwood back, I never realised fox was a cockney. Well, I should have seen it coming.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: He's like, I'm fox. All right,
0: oh, it's me, Foxy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey.
2: Let's fuck off out this wood because there's cement coming in the tidal wave's going to kill us all. <laughs> but this fox is so brazen about what he does. And at night, because we have to sleep with the windows open in this hot weather, obviously. They're, they're, the screams are just incredible. It's not like a, oh. it's not an animal scream. It's like a scream like he's fleeing ISIS.
3: <laughs>
2: That's the weird thing about foxes, isn't it? They sound like humans screaming. Yeah, it sounds like like, like, a, baby, a, like. a child ah! in absolute agony. And you're like, what the yeah. hell is that? And it's just she this fox like, going, let me in!
1: Maybe, like, you have a much lower-rent fox or something, because the fox... Have you got a good, see, got a good fox? We've got a well-behaved fox. Okay. Like, Our fox
2: doesn't, it, doesn't scream, either.
1: No, no. Babe, what's wrong with your house? But your fox is, <laughs> with your fox? <laughs> that fox is terrified. <laughs> uh, we probably shouldn't have locked him in the shed, should we? <laughs> <laughs> I do, you say, like, when you said a fox tried to get in your house, I'm just kind of picturing a man in a fox suit, <laughs> kind of like he's no, putting his hello, full weight hello. against the door. Yeah. I imagine in.
0: that it's a man in a in a fox morph suit. You're, you're right? thinking of like Fantastic Mr. Fox with his three-piece yeah. suit. Yeah. What I'm thinking then is that on top of the fox morph suit, he's got a top hat and a three-piece suit on as well, <laughs> and then but no trousers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just think he's that Don- completely. Don- Donald the image. ducking it.
0: So he's got can like a imagine? waistcoat. <laughs> And he's got like a coat, he's got like a jacket, but with tails, kind of like a composer or a conductor of an orchestra. Yeah. And a top hat. And he's just rapping on your glass with a little cane. May I come like, in? Let but me sir. in, sir.
1: Let me in. Can I just ah! say, you're describing <laughs> what you're describing is that you, we joke, but that's actually terrifying. Yeah. yeah that would, be, that exactly. would actually be
2: much worse, yeah. Because,
1: because there's, is it there's nothing man? you can do.
2: Is it a like, man you... or is it a fox? Man. Yeah. Mm. That's, the, that's the problem I have every day.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, like every night we um we call our cat in, so we open the back door, we open the front door, we we do like a little whistle, you we'll know, and that kind doors. of that brings him coming. But what and, are, what uh, other
2: wildlife are you attracting? Yeah, when you do that, well, we ducks.
1: We have some hedgehogs. We have got a couple of hedgehogs okay. that come by. Um, got a couple of seagulls who've taken up residence on the roof, and uh, so I went out the front door. Uh, Lucy's at the back door. I'm at the front door. We're both kind of just for the cat like you do Hollering. because we've got nothing better to do with our our evenings, Absolutely. and um, he's already indoors. You're just you're just yeah, out like, <laughs> for <him. laughs> He's in the he, he's in the lobby with a with a pipe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I remember looking out into the road and uh, I see what looks like a very long cat, like a long legged cat sure. running along the road. I go, "Oh, that's a, that's an unusual cat." And uh, I think he go, "Oh, it's a fox." And you, your brain kind of does like this weird kind of mental gymnastics where you're not used to seeing anything that isn't like a dog (laughs) or a cat So (laughs) it's it's not a dog it's
2: not a cat what could
0: it be i find them to be quite unsettling actually and i think the Mm. reason might be that you don't see them very often but the truth is exactly in what you said john is that they're not quite cat and they're not quite dog and out the corner of your eye their movement doesn't match either of those at all so you get very suddenly like what the fuck is that and they are super long. Yeah. And their tails Their tails look nothing like cartoon foxtails. Like, you know how they, they look like a sort of beautiful brush that goes yeah. from quite wide to quite pointy? But they're literally just sticks. They're like a log that just comes <laughs> out the back. They're, there's no beautiful shape to yeah. them at all. They're actually, they're they're really actually quite
2: ugly, I think. And their faces. Their faces are horrifying. Yeah, They are a little creepy. I'm harking back to Farthing Wood because... A fox in my head as a kid was a majestic creature.
1: Mm. Well I'm thinking Disney of Disney
2: Robin Hood as well. Disney Robin yeah. Hood fox. Yeah. yeah. He was a sexy,
1: sexy fox. A really sexy fox, yeah. Like
0: mm, kind of fox. You know? But like but real foxes, they have this like horrible grin and these spiky teeth and they look like piranhas kind of. They're kind of vile.
1: <laughs> well, certainly when you see yeah. one in like when you see one in like the, the kind of like twilight, kind of run down the road, stop, yeah. turn and look at you. And then we have this moment where I'm just staring at a fox from, like, 20 yards away, like, making perfect eye contact. And then yeah. it just, like, leaps over a brick wall, which yes. is quite kind of impressive. It's like 30 garden. foot high. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's unsettling. I'm gonna lock the door now. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna lock everything. I saw it one at uh, th- my old house.
2: I walked out the door once, and there was just the most rabid-looking fox you have ever seen. <laughs> oh, oh, it gosh. scared the shit out of me. They they I look- just went, Oh! <laughs> They
0: look pretty raggedy
2: at the best. Of they time. do, but this one, oh my good God. Seriously. One of it's the, the biggest... closest thing I can imagine to like a zombie fox. Oh god.
1: When I um when I was living in Canada, one of the biggest adjustments was getting used to the fact that we had raccoons like in the garden. Mm. And I remember I remember once walking out of our shared house. There was nine of us living in this absolute shack of a house in Toronto. <laughs> I remember like opening the door in conversation with someone and going like well, actually, yes, I think it's going to be quite a nice day turning around and going, like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and there was this thing which, honestly, in that moment, felt like the size of a sheep. Like the size of an honest goodness sheep kind of on our kind of porch railing right outside the door and then just, like, it being as scared of, scared of me as I was of it and then just legging yeah. it down the road. I just want to go, Jesus Christ! <laughs> And then there's like, a, there's, like, a family walking their baby. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So sorry. Walking yeah. their baby? Walking their baby. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. But they don't do a lot to get you settled, because they're like, hey, everyone, welcome to Canada. Okay, a few things you may want to get your head around. You know, you're going to need, like, a social security number. Also, they don't use pounds here. They use dollars. That's mm. weird. And Whoa. Go, also, raccoons. If you see them at night, they're perfectly safe. If you see one during the day run for your life. It, yeah, that's what they say, because it's like, if a raccoon is out during the day, that means it's probably mad. So it means it's got rabies <coughs> or something. And it, it would probably try to claw your eyes out, so just run. Just. Run.
0: I, I mean, I wouldn't be confident I could outrun a raccoon.
1: No. I no, barely, definitely not. Definitely no, I can not. barely outrun my peers, you know. Exactly. Did you run? Uh well, I never... Well, no, it ran away from me. I, I think it was yeah. on the cusp, because it was kind of like five p.m. so it wasn't quite daytime, wasn't quite nighttime. It was getting to nighttime. Yeah. And then, of course, when I lived in Vancouver, we had a bear in our garden. Yeah, and I remember yes. that.
2: That was the day before I flew out to, to see you in Canada, and I got a text from Holton saying, oh, there's a bear in the garden. See you tomorrow. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, well, yeah. oh, all right.
1: Sweet. Well, the thing is, it was so hot all the time that we always just had, like, the patio door kind of open, but every door had, like, a, a mosquito net that you could, like, pull across. So we, uh. we just had the netting out and uh, Holton and I were just sitting like, in the lounge drinking drinking a beer or something and just watching some crap because that's what we did like every night and um, our landlady who lived with us had just arrived home and we get a call from her and she's on the drive and she's like I've just got back I'm in my car the doors are locked there's a bear walking around the side of the house <laughs> like coming your way so we um, we instantly like turned off all the lights. And we, um, like, brought, shoved the patio door across. I and mean, then we were just sitting there in darkness, like, up against the glass, kind of just watching. And we see this shape, which was about, like, the height of a table, just mm. kind of, like... It was all dark. We couldn't really see anything, like, walking past the window. And then very quietly, like, we just went up and, like, click, just, like, locked the door. <laughs> like that. And again, in the moment, when it was right up against us, we couldn't see anything. But then it walks, maybe, like... 30 40 feet down the road and walked under like a lamppost and then we just see this shape kind of just heading away that's the
0: thing isn't it it's the same
1: with foxes as well
0: like you see them at a distance and they're silhouetted in in like a street light or something and that's when it's like creepy like i don't know what it is it's like a long sticky man who's just like walking on all fours like (laughs) hello
1: at least we don't have to worry about there's not much in the uk which will kill you if you come across it nice though yeah yeah Man man versus nature, I think we we kind of won. The the road to victory. Like there's no wild wolves, he said. I think
0: that I have yet encountered.
1: No. I think we used to have bears. I think the biggest thing I worry about
0: now is teens. 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 Fucking teens. What's the worst
2: animal to encounter in the UK? In the UK. Yeah. Ooh. In terms of um in terms of fatalities. Potential fatalities. Hmm. What would it be? Like an adder?
1: Yeah, I've never I've seen, seen an, an adder in my life. Never seen a. I've never seen an never adder. Seen
2: There's a lot up um, Cleve Hill, which is the walking route quite close to us.
1: Hmm.
0: Found a few snakes in our garden when we've been digging it up. I think they were just slow worms, though. Nothing oh, really?
2: Like... Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, like three or four.
2: I would shit myself. They're crazy. Even they're if like... even if I didn't know what sort of snake
1: it was, I would just be like it's
0: probably like a foot and a half long, and it was like silver. Like Seriously? genuinely, yeah, like almost like mercury, liquid metal sort of. It was really cool.
1: Honestly, that would weird me out because, it, because you know, if we have any international listeners, like maybe you're more accustomed to seeing snakes than we are, but like, mm. it's not... So- we're all
2: wimps here because we, we're not overexposed to well, things. Well,
1: it's not... I think what would scare you the most is it's not so much that like, oh, there's a snake in my garden. I think like you were saying, Nick, when you see a fox and yeah. your brain tries to go, what is it? is it? Is it a dog? Is it a cat? And there's that moment where you can't quite make sense of it. If That's I saw our a stinktual brain, isn't it? Yeah, if I saw a, I in danger? a snake in Cheltenham of all places, that would just <laughs> it, that would just weird me out. I'd be less scared of getting bitten than I would be off. Oh, they're there
2: though. They're definitely here because someone on our lab group, which I've spoken about on a previous podcast, um, put a photo of an adder up like this week. Really. In Ch- in Cheltenham, seriously, yeah. like probably up the hill, I expect. But wow,
1: yeah, oh yeah, they're around. Is your is your is your Labrador group gonna gonna form a posse with like um, flaming yeah, we should, flaming we? sticks?
2: To... We'll be like we'll be like um, uh, the Bloods and the Crips, won't we? We'll all have our own individually monogrammed jackets for the dogs. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, the dogs would. I assume that's what the Bloods
1: and the Crips are like. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're
0: like they're like the Jets and the Sharks.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, well, of all the animals in the world. Okay. What, what? Which do you feel would be the worst encounter? Like, I, the,
2: I'm genuinely... What would be the scenario? Are we talking walking down the street or prepared for such a, an encounter? No,
1: I say you're you're not expecting it.
2: Okay.
0: I think that um the film oh, what film was it? The one that Leonardo DiCaprio's in? Like that put the fear of bears in the me. Rev- the revenant. revenant. Yeah, I think bears because the thing about bears is that. The th- here's the thing about bears. the thing everyone. about bears. Here's the, here's the
2: thing about Stop bears. Stop what
0: you're doing. If you think you know about bears, Nick's about yeah. to educate you. They they yeah. sort of say, like, some of the advice is make lots of loud noises and the bear will fuck off. But I've seen a video, okay, this is a video, <laughs> so this is fact, right, of a guy in America and he's out there and he's fucking about in the wilds, whatever, and there's a bear and he's filming it, he's got, like, a chest GoPro or whatever, and he starts going, wah, 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 like this, he's waving his arms and, he's, and the bear's just like, oh. I didn't notice you there. Hello, hey, hello. and <laughs> There's a <Yeah>. human over. <laughs> and the bear's just running at him, like galloping, full pelt. Like fuck, Jesus this guy Christ. is making himself such a target. This is so exciting. And he's going, and the man's just getting more and more desperate. You can hear him screaming like "row, row," like this, making these really weird noises. And then the camera video cuts, um, and you think, "Oh God, it's, it's got him." And then, it, and then the video cuts back in, and he's just walking away, and he's like, "Whew, that was close." And we don't know what happened. I don't know how he got away from the fucking bear, but like it doesn't work. This advice that we're given, make yourself big, make noise, it doesn't work. So how do you stop it when it comes for you? I don't know.
1: I, uh,
2: I, just I bet can... And bears can climb really well, can't they? So I don't yeah. know yeah. where you can't would go, go up a tree. if a bear came after you. Well,
1: uh, just going back to uh, Canada yet again, uh, we briefly, uh, we spent a week going across the Rockies and we went to a place called Lake Louise and we figured we'd do a, a walk through the woods. You know, it's maybe a like a, a few miles. It wasn't very far. But um, we were like, "Oh, great! This would be wonderful." Yeah, we heard a thing or two about bears, but if we stick to the main tracks and we're sensible, won't be an issue, sure. And uh, we stopped by like a, a kind of wilderness station before we went out, and it had like a ton of information and flyers. I and mean, there was a flyer called "Bears and You," <laughs> and if we weren't, and if we were, if we weren't scared before, we were certainly yeah. terrified after reading that. And it's like, yeah, it's exactly the same thing, like. It's like, when you're walking along a path, make as much noise as possible. Which prompted uh, Holson, my travelling companion, to frequently just clap his hands while he was walking. Oh, for God's and sake. I was like, that is not... When I came, that's all he did. When we were walking at night, he just clapped his hands. It was like, oh
2: good, we're safe now. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, we went, because I went, when I was there... We saw a bear on Vancouver Island, mm. like a baby bear, and nearly got hit by a truck. Nice. But we were in the car then, and we were me and Holton walked to the supermarket one day, and a, a woman who lived in the area said, I've just seen a bear, just so you know, walking down the Middle road, of the which we didn't see. Yeah, but yeah, it was there.
1: But i got to say, more scary than a bear was like a um, mountain lion.
2: Oh, Because mm, yeah.
1: the guidance was like, if you see a bear, they're probably more scared of you yeah, you well, are of them
2: I was just about to say that is there an, a scenario where that isn't true yeah it's mountain that, lions th- there's, there are animals that <laughs> will just mess you up yeah they're bro. basically
1: like if you see a cougar or a mountain lion right the guidance was like these animals are these animals are endangered and we want to protect them however if you see a mountain lion do everything in your power to kill it
0: oh, oh my god. god
1: that's basically the official guidance it's like you cannot scare off a mountain liar lion if you've seen it it probably wants to kill you so at that point it's fair game so i mean like, at that point i go home
2: uh,
0: there's no <laughs> there's no need to be
2: outside ever again <laughs> but unless you have a gun with you or something like a spear or something yeah that you happen to have on your person how would you go about killing it
0: oh, i didn't bring my spear oh. that's really
2: the question oh, I, though, forgot my, I forgot my diamond encrusted spear that can kill a mountain lion oh well i'm screwed though. oh well
1: yeah, I think you just would be screwed. Like I really can't think of a scenario. I don't
2: know, I don't know how you'd go about killing an animal like that without a weapon.
3: Yep.
1: They say that like what makes man the most dangerous animal is our ability to build things. So if you gave me like if you gave me like a week in preparation, I could maybe like I'll, gi- I'll give you an old tent. I'll give you
2: a tire <laughs> and, and i I'll give subscription. you uh,
1: all the duct tape you want. <laughs> yeah. And half a roofing tile. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, use it. We'll use it wisely. Um, I'd dig a trench, I'd cover it in the old tent, and I'd put some leaves on it, and then I would stand mm. behind it, and then when the mountain lion came, it would very quietly walk around the pit and then kill me. Yeah, because it's, it yeah. it's not an idiot. to kill you, yeah. Yeah, no, and I would die. I would absolutely yeah.
2: die. So anyway, my local fox is a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. Um, And I don't appreciate his cat at walling, or his poos on my decking, so stop it! Okay, well if you're
0: listening, fox, please uh, take that yeah. as a that's a pretty succinct halt of your actions. Thank you. Yeah. God.
1: Um, I've got a hate. Oh yeah. And oh. mine comes with a visual aid. Oh, oh yes, you God. asked me to
2: activate screenshot. I love uh, this. Audio off. medium. I
1: think I can. Yeah. Okay. So my hate. This will. This will be. This will be good for everyone listening. No, no, no. Well, bear with me. Bear with me. All right. I, I'm going to trust you with okay, this. Okay. I hate the many outfits of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> okay okay well i have never noticed mickey mouse
2: to have more than well, one traditional outfit there's one... but i'm obviously very naive to these okay things. so i would
1: too. like to clarify mickey mouse he's had a long and storied career mm. he's uh he's gone on a lot of adventures i'm not referring to instances where mickey has in like when he's been in a cartoon and it's like Oh, what's the point of this cartoon? Oh, Mickey's selling ice cream. Or Mickey is working on a railway. Like, I'm not talking about Mickey dressed as, a, as an ice cream salesperson. Oh, okay. Or Mickey dressed as a, a t- train person. Oh, a I, train I, person. A, yeah. a train person, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, over the course of history, Disney has gone, right, we're saddled with this shitty mouse character. He's the mascot <laughs> of, our character, or, of our company. And... How do we keep kids engaged when, right. like, the times keep changing? No, no, ki- no! Hip and happening kid nowadays uh, gives a toss about Mickey Mouse. Well, I How think Mickey
0: we- Mouse is a YouTuber now, so that that helps. Mm. Yeah,
1: I'm joking. I'm joking. Thank, Thank God. God no, joking. I I don't I don't <laughs> know what to believe anymore. So they try to make Mickey relevant. To a new generation, make Mickey ch- great again by changing his outfit, okay, so that kids nowadays will think he's cool, this. okay. And it really bugs me; it genuinely does bug me quite a bit. So I'm gonna—I've brought up some ex- some examples here. Okay. Okay. So I so these are recent oh no, alterations. Oh no. So can you both see oh, what I'm sharing with you now? Sadly, sadly can see. Sadly, we can. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For the benefit of the listeners, could you could you possibly describe what we're seeing here? So Mickey seems to be wearing some sort of disco suit.
2: He's wearing a tracksuit, isn't he? This is—he's doing. He's, the caption reads "Mouser size." This
0: is okay. The fashion fashion style on on uh, display here is basically white people's idea of what hip hop was in the nineties. So that should yeah. be enough for you to understand how these characters are dressed. We got Mickey, Minnie, and, um, and Goofy. Uh,
2: Goofy's there as well, and so is Minnie, and they're dressed in similar attire. Yeah, it's so okay. Goofy in fact has leggings and shorts on.
1: Yeah, he does. So which is weird. this is um, this is from the 80s, and this is when uh, jazz Size was a was a, uh, a trend which was sweeping the nation. Great, great, mm. great. And Disney were like, well, how can we get in on that? How can, how can we cash in on on Size? How can we cash in on that? How can we get kids like just loving our shit? How can we get how can mm. we sell tap to them? And they're like, okay. Well, Mickey Mouse and friends, they're going to teach kids how to exercise at home, and we'll call it mouse Why not? Yeah. It's very clever. But we can't... I get it.
2: I understand the reference. But we
1: can't just have our characters wearing their regular clothing. It's the 80s, for God's sake. They've got... We've got to update. We've got to update for the times. And so we have... What is... Mickey's regular clothing is dungarees, no? Yeah.
2: Just... Yeah.
0: Just dungaree shorts, I think.
1: Red dungarees. Yeah, but big... with no straps. <clears throat> I think he does have straps
0: oh. sometimes. <clears throat> or at least he has had straps.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. But, okay. Yeah. So here we have. So okay. So Mickey
2: is. But this is this is very different to what I would normally associate him with. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like. And his legs in a really weird position. Very feel,
1: is a kid going to be tricked by this? Like, is a kid going to go? Well, Mickey's you know, cool I'm, now. I wasn't sold on who Mickey are they, before. Who are they trying? Are they trying to get people to do jazzercise? Well, they, no, they want Is that the idea? They want to do mouseercise. Yeah, not, but what is that? <laughs> oh, it was a whole it was a whole thing. It's jazzercise. Okay, sure, there were TV shows. There were CDs. But are the, are the kids gonna do jazzercise? Never no, gonna do mouseercise. But what's the difference? What, 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 one Disney make money on the other, they yeah, don't. What, <laughs> okay, so here is a little more for you. Here is some more. Oh, that's,
2: there's, so you got Pluto, Donald, and uh, Donald's wife Daisy. Um, is it Daisy? I think so. Donald's um, wife and then two ant people
0: I think um, this plays massively into our uh, th- I think we've talked about this before is the fact that Donald Duck resolutely does not wear trousers mm. like and he is like fair play to him he is
2: defiant <laughs> in the face of social pressure he's very
0: he? defiant on this and it's like his outfit has changed here and he's still gone I, b- I bet the Disney executives came to him and said we got these trousers for you he's like fuck off am I wearing those
2: <laughs> yeah why should he why should he and then
0: Daisy didn't wear them
1: either so, but she is wearing shoes.
2: Yeah,
0: that's worse, isn't it?
1: Yeah, the that's worst worse. kind of naked, as we've established before. We have. And why,
2: um, is, why is Pluto only wearing sweatbands? Because Well, because he's not a
0: human. That's, that's the age-old problem of Goofy and Pluto and what's going on there, I think. Yeah, that is, I mean, that is
2: just a mind-bender, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because Pluto here, uh, Mickey's dog, who is... This is the thing, though. They couldn't <laughs> just put Pluto on the branding for this they couldn't do that that's impossible because he's got to be rebranded for this exercise fad yes but we can't put clothes on him because he's a dog that would be stupid so you're 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 stuck in this terrible wearing... land
2: well then if he's a dog in the sense that we understand dogs why is he doing the exercise very true also, why would he understand he has, how would he, he understand has sweatbands on around his wrists and I can confirm that getting a dog to wear anything is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but then, so I'm not even sure putting sweatbands on is a very good idea. So, like all the characters are wearing 80s-inspired jazz-size wear,
0: but these two little cockroaches or ants, whatever they are, um, mm. are still wearing what looks like 1940s kind of like yeah, <laughs> um, that's true formal wear with a bow tie and a jacket with a coat with coattails i think are
2: we going to share these on the facebook group so people can see them as they watch well i'm gonna
1: as i'm gonna i'm mean. gonna have to now now i have to now because yeah.
2: this has gone into much more detail than i, I think you would
1: okay
0: show us some here. more john
1: okay well i've got more for you Great. uh so um oh, this, no. oh my good oh, why is he no.
2: wearing the shorts under the trousers He's wearing
1: shorts under right so this is so mickey's mickey's wearing his normal
2: red shorts But on top of those, he's wearing really baggy jeans and he's pointing at his crotch.
0: Yeah, and he's got sunglasses on and a cap on backwards.
1: This is a... I I cannot believe I'm about to say these words. This is a Mickey Mouse rap cassette. Oh my Mm. God. Which was actually released in 1994. Um, And it is a hip-hop Mickey on the cover.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, he's cool he's very oh I'm looking at the track listing here we've got Ice Ice yeah, Mickey yeah I'm, I'm reading the lyrics we've got Ducks that in the Hood with us as well you can't botch this Mickey Mouse Club Mix
1: What wow. a Mouse that's a song that is DJ Goose. What a Mouse What a
2: Mouse What a Mouse so basically is, they
1: just took yeah they just took
2: classic songs and re-skinned them
1: this is nightmare. so
2: Minnie Minnie is rapping this so Minnie is singing this to Mickey yeah Presumably, I, he isn't
0: fast like Speedy. Doesn't have a deep voice, but if I had to pick, he'd be my
2: choice. That's just up. what to say. I don't have to say please. In my life, he's number one. They're really big. jeez. Uh, it's really good. It's really it's good.
1: Kind of ghastly. Um,
2: so, I mean, we're rapping now, so it obviously does work.
1: So obviously. yeah, I, as you pointed out, we have Mickey Mickey Mouse wearing sunglasses, uh, a <coughs> backwards baseball cap. And his regular pants, but then... I don't understand why his regular pants are under his trousers. Yeah, he's wearing an additional pair of low-slung baggy jeans as well. I know
0: know why he's got his underpants on. Because otherwise we'd see his pubes. We don't want to see that.
2: So, that's probably why. But does, is Mickey... Because Mickey is obviously a sort of a plain black, apart from the gloves and his shorts. Is that fur... Or is that his skin? Oh, God. It's very glossy. Yeah.
0: It is is glossy, but I think it's meant... He is a mouse. He's a black mouse.
1: My issues with Mickey the mouse... Mickey the mouse here. Mickey the mouse, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, That that sounds weird saying that. My (laughs) issues with Mickey the mouse here um, are entirely based on the clothes he's wearing. I have a whole secondary set of issues with his basic anatomy as a mouse. Like, it's very problematic to me.
0: Let's save that for another show. yeah. Okay, Deep. so
1: I, I do have more, you'll be pleased to know. Oh, great. So this oh, one's a this? little hard to make out, because it's a badge.
0: <laughs> is, is this a badge? Yeah. Looks like a pin badge, yeah. Okay.
1: So this is to celebrate the official Videopolis nightclub in Disneyland.
2: Videopolis? I didn't know there was a nightclub a night in club. Disneyland. Right, okay. Yeah.
1: There was a nightclub in Disneyland, because they were like, it's 1985, how do we get teens into mm. Disneyland? How do we get them right. to care about Disney? So let's have a nightclub. I'll be totally honest, I can't think of a shitter night out than Videopolis. I can't
0: think of a more expensive night out. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. But this is what I mean. They're like, Disney's bending over backwards to try and rebrand to the teen market. And they're like, but we can't get rid of Mickey. because
0: yeah, what, no. But They're the really time, shackled, aren't they?
1: But what teenager is going to care about Mickey Mouse? So here we have a kind of 80s cool Mickey Mouse... Yeah, he's, who has a, he's But got, I, feel, I feel this is what older people think cool looks like. Yeah,
0: he's kind of dressed Whereas like... Whereas the
1: actual
2: youth would be like, what the hell is going on? He's dressed
0: on? like Chandler from Friends. Oh my God, yeah. yes. Yeah, he is. He's got a popped collar. He's got a, ba- a baggy jacket that he's hitched the, the sleeves up to the elbow. He's got a loose tie over the top of that. And then he's got some jeans and some white trainers and he's got some sunglasses, but they're on his head.
2: His feet are massive as well.
0: Yeah, let's not get into his feet.
1: The jacket. I and mean, that's going to cause problems <laughs> down the line. The jacket is a kind of light green and pink as well, which is yeah. very 80s. It's, it's a bad look. Okay, I've got more. I've got Great. more. Uh, oh, a Videopolis t shirt. This is okay. Mickey with a guitar. This is at
0: odds with the previous Videopolis like branding, I feel. <laughs> this looks very kiddie now.
2: Yeah.
1: Are you suggesting, Nick, that um, the Disney branding around this time was in any way inconsistent?
0: No, I would never suggest such a thing.
1: Oh, I think I don't think either any of us can afford to slag Disney up in such a way. <laughs> okay, well, uh, how about this one? This is this is oh. Mickey... Ah, here we go. This it's is how Mickey. he's evolved. Yeah, Mickey throughout the eras. And what no, if I find... Hang on, this is bullshit. <laughs> Why is this, this bullshit,
0: Nick? This is bullshit, because, because the today Mickey is that Mickey we were talking about earlier. is the Chandler Bing Mickey. That is, yeah, the Chandler Bing Mickey. And I do yeah. not think that that was ever standard Mickey that was not the Mickey that was on Happy Meal toys that was not the, the Mickey that was on Mickey the main the only Mickey Mouse side.
2: costumes I could picture before we started this were the Fantasia Mickey who is in this picture yep and the the 1930s Mickey but yes. I will say that. I could not really picture him in he's any never, other he's outfits never had, until you brought this to my attention. He's never
0: had shoulder straps. You're absolutely right, John. He's never had them. Look, they're not there. Yeah,
2: no, I was I was sorely mistaken on that one.
1: Mm. I feel this is this is Mickey this is Disney lying to us, basically. Because what we have here is a is a montage of all the different Mickeys. And yeah, as you as as you rightly said, Nick, I, I don't know when this poster was made. I'm gonna guess it was the 80s. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like. It's like they're lying to us and they're saying And and here's the hot new Mickey, because the final step in this evolutionary chain, from like Neanderthal to you know, walking upright to to modern man, is Mickey wearing an untucked pink shirt, a baggy blue jacket, and he's got that white
0: chinos and white sneakers
1: and he's got that that cheeky he's doing that cheeky pose that sitcom characters did. He
2: looks like he looks like he'd be like charming to your parents but then set his cohorts on you yeah. when you cro- re- cross the road. Yeah. The thing is, looks... is is
0: that you track back through this timeline and and I don't believe that the 1941 Mickey was what Mickey looked like across all no, of them up- I re- I
2: I reject that hypothesis. Yeah.
0: The thing is is that the, the character, the, the in terms of the the basic silhouette of the design of the character, such as the nineteen thirty-six one, is a is a mouse, black mouse with black solid dots for eyes. He's got white gloves, red shorts, and yellow shoes. The instant you add anything more to that, you're not changing the design, you're just complicating it. And that's all they've done with all of the ones after nineteen thirty six, is they've just added a jacket or a suit or a hat. It's like you haven't changed the design though, you've just added
2: bits to it. Yeah. I... What's interesting about this is that the first Mickey is being drawn by presumably the artist who is drawing this entire picture. Yeah, yeah pencils there's a, there's coming a pencil in, for... and then they're all drawing each other.
0: Yeah, right up till the weird. modern day. Modern day being the eighties, where and the
2: final Mickey looks like he's airbrushing the the current one, yeah. which signals the advancement of technology. Indeed, but it that's does. my
1: point. Exactly, that's my point. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're drawing. It doesn't matter if you're drawing Disney with a Wacom tablet like an airbrush or a pencil like a kid today isn't going to care that you <laughs> rendered this thing in Minecraft like it's a you just just draw it pencils haven't just gone out of fashion it. draw draw the old costume and draw it with a pencil like God intended it's just <laughs> it's ridiculous have you got it's, more oh yeah I think I do have a couple more actually oh uh, uh, this is
2: oh hello 1990 16 month calendar that's not a calendar it doesn't work Oh, don't get me started on sixteen-month calendars. So this is the cover of a calendar, and he's—he he looks like he's
0: dancing in a sort of nineteen-fifties diner with Minnie.
2: Yeah, and it looks like he's recycled his original Chandler Bing suit, but he's now got a high school jacket. It's a Letterman jacket
0: now, and he's got Converse yeah. sneakers on, and she's wearing like an A-line dress with a little sort of—I don't know what—that jacket is made of grass. <laughs> yeah, it could be yeah, it's probably probably grass. grass. Yeah. yeah,
2: and there's Pluto. There's a picture of Pluto on the on her skirt. Is that the real Pluto? This is it. Is she buying Pluto merch? I don't know Who what's happening. Who sold her that? Yeah, did she make or it Or it would be a very expensive custom.
1: Yeah, it's a cust- that's what it is. It's a custom. Why did they try so hard to squeeze Pluto into this image? Like, he doesn't actually add anything. If anything, I'd say he makes the image worse.
0: Also, Has yeah, Disney he confuses ever addressed... Minnie's, like, skirt massively by having him on there like a
2: patch, almost. Yeah. Has Disney ever addressed why Goofy can talk and... Pluto can't. I think on it's, the face of it. Pluto seems far more intelligent than King I think King. it's the case of a stunted clone.
0: In fact, <laughs> okay, like, sure, in fact, sure. that the subtitle that Disney nearly went with was The Stunted Clone Experience. Yeah, The Stunted Clone <laughs> Brackets um, Pluto. But basically, they tried to clone Goofy because they wanted a comedy duo of twins. That's yeah. what they wanted. Oh, sure. Uh, but what came out was like powerfully stunted, like mm. industrially stunted, I'd say. Um, so they rolled with him as a dog, but neither of them are dogs. They just call him a dog. Have
2: you seen? I mean, have you yeah. seen a dog? I mean, I, to, I, I buy that. To be honest, I'm, I'm happy with that explanation. Yeah,
0: stunted clone.
2: <laughs> yeah, Pluto the stunted clone in his own
1: TV show. <laughs> Pluto
0: the stunted clone. That was going to be. His, uh... <laughs> that was his intro. Pluto
1: the stunted clone. Whee, I, I have. I have. I've one one last one for you. Oh, great! It's been a treat. It's a oh, little man. it's a little smaller than the others. This is the highest quality image I could find online. John, did you draw this? Uh, <laughs> this is from my private collection. Oh, <laughs> this um, this is badly drawn. This this is a badly drawn image. I'm going to say. Will,
2: I'll say it again. You would not get headphones on a dog. Nope. I've tried
1: it. So, so what are we seeing here? Describe it.
2: Okay, so this is Minnie and Mickey, and they got their
0: backs to each other, and they're looking over each other's yeah. shoulders at each other. Kind of like, like
2: they're gonna make like a buddy comedy.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. They're like sort of mischievously smiling at each other, and then it looks like Pluto has got his arms around Minnie's legs, like he's rugby tackling her to the ground.
2: Yeah, which is weird, and he's wearing headphones. And he's wearing headphones, and he's got one of his ears cocked, so it's like he's trying to listen to Minnie, but he's got a headphone in that ear. Mm. And then the way they're dressed, so it's, it's counterproductive, really. I couldn't put an era on this one. I don't think. I um, think John drew it before he
0: came it's, on tonight. It's
1: like a It's like a Paul Simon music video, I feel. Like I feel yeah, this is quite yeah. 80s again.
2: Yeah, it's definitely 80s, I, mean, I think. If, if Mickey's head bends that far down, fair play to him. Neither <sighs> of them have necks. He's done very well if he's if he's able to move his head like that.
0: They both look like they're melting a little bit.
1: I they're doing as you say, they're doing that classic buddy cop kind of pose where you lean, you put your hands in your pockets yeah. and then you both lean really heavily on each yeah. other and then you kind of just give each other like a knowing glance
2: like, i feel like, yeah, like this like this guy the, no this guy
1: yeah
0: i feel like the cover to ferris Bueller's day off is him leaning against the edge of the like the poster like the edge that the border of the screen and he's doing that he's got his hands in his pockets his feet are crossed and he's looking over his shoulder
1: I'm sure that's what yeah. it is. Why did why did why was everyone leaning on things in the eighties yeah. and nineties? Were they all like high sense. Like high on street drugs? Also, if if these various Mickeys from the eighties and nineties are to be believed, um long untucked shirts were very much in mm. fashion.
0: That's very vogue. Yeah. And
1: a very long, kind of like baggy jacket with like the sleeves rolled up was quite in as well
2: i think it, i think it's only in the last five years that people have actually bought clothes that fit them
0: it <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work because his character is very simply defined and so the instant you try and complex him up with like you know the the seams of jeans or the pockets in in a trouser or something like that it all just gets it doesn't fit his anatomy very well it doesn't work it's
1: just messy it just looks stupid take his clothes off also you got like his ghastly ears like just his horrible kind of Disc ears, which don't—they don't, like they don't make, make a lot X. of sense. Do we,
2: do we know who designed Mickey and whether they were it's probably um, Walt Disney on something at the time? I would have
0: thought Walt Disney designed him.
2: I mean, that is a hell of a leap from sort of a normal mouse to that. Walt Disney yeah. designed Mickey Mouse.
1: Have you just confirmed that? With yeah, the, I just googled it with the magic of the internet. So that's my thing. That's my thing. Don't Okay, uh... well
0: thanks for taking us on a little trip. That was really exciting. Well, I
1: brought visual aids. I was going to say don't don't compromise your artistic integrity to try to appeal to the children of the current generation because all children are idiots and they all take what, you know, they'll enjoy whatever you give them basically.
0: I was thinking yeah. about putting Catamaran on TikTok. What do you think about that?
1: If you can somehow get Catamaran into Wait, are jeans tight or baggy at the moment? What's cool? I, I don't think know any. Both.
0: I think it's like Girls wear mom jeans and guys wear spray-on jeans. I don't know.
1: If you can get cat into a very high-waisted tight jean, yeah. I think um, I think it, they'll suddenly be relevant again.
0: Okay. Oh, what yeah. are you saying, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick? I've been uh, trying to find a way to uh, tell you this. Uh, <laughs> the oh, world damn. has moved on. So, well, yeah, that's that's my hate.
0: Very good. I've I've got one. That's fair. Come on, man, I Nickles. don't know. I don't know how long we're, we'll talk about this one, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer it up to you anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like games, that is to say board games, where I have to lie to my friends. <laughs> oh, no. Um, there's there's one primary... Uh, there's a whole genre of games, I think, that sit in, in this area where it's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we role-played where one of you knows something and the others have to interrogate it out of the other? And uh, the biggest one I know of for this is um, One Night Werewolf. Okay. So the premise of the game is that at the beginning you are all secretly given a role right and one of you might be a priest and one of you might be a seer and one of you might be just a villager right but one of you could be a werewolf right and then like the game progresses and at various points like you've all got to close your eyes but various people are told to open their eyes and some of them might therefore know or have an idea of who the werewolf is And then the timer starts, everyone opens their eyes and you've basically just got to argue about why you are or are not or why I think John might be uh, the werewolf or why I think Chris is lying to me, to my face, Mm. despite the fact that he swore that he would be my friend till death. You know, just sort of this sort of thing that goes on and on until eventually, ideally, we've worked out who the werewolf is and we all vote for it. And if we're wrong, we all lose. And if we're right, the werewolf loses. Hooray. And I just get so stressed out. Like I'm just like I don't want to have to accuse people. I don't want to have to lie to. People. I don't. I I thought I enjoyed them in the, in the early days. I thought I enjoyed playing these games, but my heart rate is just <laughs> skyrocketing while I'm playing them. I'm sweating. Hmm. I don't. And play I'm not games. even the werewolf.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't really play games for that level of confrontation. Like I. Uh... Yeah. Maybe because I'm just getting soft in my old age. Like, I quite enjoy games where you all work together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Games like Pandemic, where you've got a board and all four of you or five of you or whatever are working to stop a virus from spreading all over the world. Ah, oh, it got a bit real. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't feel the need. I, like, I honestly feel like these games are built to create conflict. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, hey, oh. wouldn't it be fun to have a reason to like, yell at your friends and tell them that you think they're liars? I don't know.
2: Are you uncomfortable with the lying to your friends? Or what what aspect makes you feel uncomfortable? I get very stressed. like, (laughs) And I I don't know. Are you just a bad liar?
0: Is that what you're saying? Maybe. 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 I have done quite well in these games in the past when I've sort of felt like I should play. And then, then like, when I do well, I feel really guilty. (laughs) Because, like, that means I've successfully lied. And I I also wonder whether people are going to go away and go, Nick lied really really well in that game what
1: else does nick lie about we're kind of learning something about you
0: because nick didn't have any tells you know he didn't he didn't give anything away when he lied and he said he talked in a very similar way when he said he couldn't come to my child's bar mitzvah and i i am starting to wonder (laughs) though, what is nick's fucking deal
1: and everyone's (laughs) like yeah you notice how like nick has like black shark-like eyes and never (laughs) blinks
0: But it's like, it would be worse for me to discover that I was a really, really good liar and that I had absolutely nothing that gave me away. If mm. if that was the learning that came from me playing a game like that, I don't know how I could take that information away and process that.
1: I have played this game a few times with you, and I, I am, I think, objectively bad <laughs> at it.
0: I vaguely remember you being quite bad at it, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I'm just, I think I'm not an especially good liar... I think in in general, sure. Like, I think my strategy is always to be so, to try at least to be so morally uptight that no <laughs> one would ever expect, uh, no one would ever suspect me of mm. of being the bad guy, and then well, if that, might, win, that could play into your hands equally. Well, that's I thing. think
0: Yeah, I think it may have done a couple of times. When I have played it with you, I remember thinking, "Oh, it won't be John," and then it, and then it was simply because we all assumed yeah. it wouldn't be.
1: It's like every time I play a game where there's a there's a moral choice, or you can be like comically evil or comically good, I always play as like a basically a, a saint. You oh, know, definitely, just, yeah. I just can't bring myself to do anything bad. <laughs> no, no,
0: I yeah. Like, um, uh, Ali's playing a video game at the moment where it's like set in feudal Japan, and she's like, it's like open world, super realistic. She's a samurai, like fighting, and she's cutting down Mongols, like. Like, nobody cares. Like, yeah, blood everywhere. And then sometimes wildlife will be attracted. And there was this family of wild boar started chasing Ali down. She refused to kill them. Oh, no. I can't kill them. But,
2: the, done, but they've they're done virtual. Nothing wrong. But they're virtual.
0: <laughs> they are virtual, yeah. But I'm the same. Like, I won't just kill an animal. I'll kill a guy. For, oh, for you sure. got it. Oh, you got I'm it. Kill or kill, be kill, killed. I'm not going to kill an innocent animal.
1: What if it was a fox, though?
2: i oh, kill a fox. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah because a fox, a fox hasn't got yeah. any discernible meat on it that it would be delicious.
0: No, but they have to die just on the basis of, like, principle, I think.
2: I mean, if it would stop shitting in my garden, that that would be fine. That would be, be, a, big that star, would be a, a step in the right direction for not killing it.
0: They do... Uh, really. We're back on foxes again, but their faces... Are, look up a fox's face. It's just not...
1: How do you... How, how do you feel you would, you would fare, Chris Ray? I've, I've often imagined... Well, you tell me.
2: I mean, um, I feel like I'm quite a decent liar... Um, but do you have, have any got... would you
0: have any moral obje- not moral would you have any internal sort of conflict over making a game about lying to say John and I your best friends
2: oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think you'd like me I would like to, I would lie to win a game yeah I see because this is the thing you have quite a competitive streak I feel how dare you yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely um <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm fairly competitive yes and that is I the like, thing i like to win i could come out of all of this and go nick it's just a game it's just a game but i feel like it's not i think not the true. thing that that's I that's think, what losers say
0: yeah so okay partly that which doesn't help my case at all but secondly also i think it can betray something about the person you know for good or for bad i don't know i worry mm. that i would be I worry that I'd be good. I worry that I'd be bad. I worry that I would accuse a friend of being something, and then it turns out they're not, and now I feel like a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so much here. Well, I,
1: I feel this. I feel this way about poker. Like, I every mm-hmm. time I'm not every time I'm not playing poker, I feel to myself, I'd really like to play poker. Like, I want to get some friends together, give it a shot. You know, actually, you know, not play for big money, but like, just have a few stakes. But I'm really, really. Really bad at lying (laughs) in poker. Yeah, just in general, I'm not very good at it. Like because
2: I'm always like, but what do you? How do you give stuff away in poker? Like how you know? I feel like poker. Everyone, as long as they're not really, really obvious about it, you can lie pretty effectively in that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't have to
2: really answer any questions or anything.
1: But my yeah. But my general poker strategy. Let's be charitable and call it a strategy. Okay, is to go. Is to go yeah, I'm in, you know, I, I, I'll match the big blind and I, I kind of slide the money in. Oh, and I see. go And I'm like, oh yes, oh yes, I'm feeling fairly confident. And then someone else goes, yeah, I'm in. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, and I, inst- I, I, I instantly start losing my shit because I'm like, <laughs> I, and, then, and then I'm like, okay, well, I was feeling fairly confident about this bluff Oh, I, I, okay. I guess I'll, I guess I'll raise yeah, we, a little bit, and I, I put like an extra, extra chip in, and then they double it. I'm like, oh, and I just fall oh. apart, oh. and they could have there was, nothing. They yeah, that was one thing.
2: night where you filmed us playing poker, and you put the camera in the middle of the table, and I hadn't realised I'd done it, but we watched it back, and I get a bad hand, and you could just see me visibly go, oh for fuck's sake, <laughs> <sorry." laughs> uh, and you I never, didn't even realise I was doing it. Great poker face. Because yeah. I've heard
1: like uh, I've heard apparently professional poker players, a lot of them will won't even play a hand unless they've got like something amazing like in there. Well, they fun. just they just knock out straight away. Yeah, but just go yeah fold fold fold. And I'm like, well, that means
0: that's th- not me really oh. playing the game though, is it?
1: But this is the psychology of it though, isn't it? Because I guess if I know they're they're only ever folding when they've got like shit, they've got a shit two cards. The yeah. moment they go, oh, I'm in, I'm like, oh no, that means we've got something amazing. But what if they're lying to me?
2: But does it, well, that's the name of the game, isn't it? That is the name of the game, I guess.
1: It's in the rules. This is why I'm really bad at it.
0: Yeah, I I, I always feel like I get it. When I'm playing poker, I'm always like, I know what I'll do. I'm going to do a really big bluff this time. I've got fuck all in my hand. So I'm going to go, I'm going to like double, uh, double the blind year, double the last bet, whatever. And everyone's going to think that I, and then, but then someone else will do it or or go even higher and i'm like okay so now do i keep going with this charade? <laughs> mm, and yeah. and and i don't know when is the right time to keep so then i do and then i just run out of chips and then we reveal our cards and they actually did have a great hand and yeah. so i'm like so bluffing doesn't
2: work <laughs> that's a thing like i never feel better than after i've won by lying uh, uh, well, okay 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 you'd think- if i if no but if i am if i'm playing poker and i've got terrible terrible cards and I've beaten someone who's got great cards, that's me. I've won that. Me, my brain, and me, and my psychology have true. Uh, manifested themselves to beat my opponent, even though they are in a much stronger position than I am. You're I, that's the, that, that is the American dream. <laughs> well, apparently. <laughs> I think it is, yeah.
1: Apparently, if you... But I guess like, if you're going to be really good at it, if you've got an amazing hand, and you know you've got an amazing hand, you want to trick someone into thinking you've got a bad hand so that they'll stay in the game longer and put, put more, more money, in. money in.
2: Maybe. And then you rinse
1: them at the end.
2: Maybe. But I don't I don't know necessarily know how you go about that um, too specifically. This I is think my point. Also, this is why I we're think, not good at poker.
0: There's a bit of a fallacy as well, certainly in how it's uh, depicted in movies and, and stuff like that, where you get these like legendary poker players. But the truth is they are still dependent on the luck of what cards they get, mm. even if they bluff and bluff and bluff, if there's someone else who's got better cards than them and they keep up with their bets, then they are going to lose. Mm. And I think for for every like amazing scene where a guy like completely wins the game and he's this hero of poker, for every one of those scenes there's a million scenes where the mm. same technique didn't work. Because it's kind of like <laughs> luck of the draw in that moment, isn't it?
2: Yeah they never Casino Royale, Casino Royale is the finest poker scene on uh on film. Mm. Yeah. I'd agree that's good it's very good yeah. it's, it's it builds the tension very nicely Every oh, time we watch that
1: every time we've tried playing uh, playing having a poker night in the past we've always said oh let's put Casino Royale on in the background I love Casino Royale and then we never, oh, my,
2: oh my life we, we never play Casino the game Royale.
1: we just end up watching Casino Royale Yeah, it's really yeah. good let's put, let's put Casino Royale in the background oh we're we
2: still playing nah Nah, we can't play as well as these Let's guys Let's watch Casino
1: Royale instead The thing is, nobody has ever made that movie though Where a guy <laughs> walks into a casino And it's like a... You know, it's like a really like He's walking like... in slow motion like... Yeah, he's got his shakes on yeah. You know, they, they never like just walk up to the table And go uh the cards yeah. All in And fail And they never just like <laughs> they never <laughs>
2: i i want to see that i was at a football match um a few years ago in well near blackpool so we went out afterwards and then we went to a casino in blackpool oh and i was quite drunk at this point um so i went up to the um roulette table i went give me 20 pound on red give me (laughs) give me 20 pound on red you went do you want any chips no (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> give, me, give me 20 pound on red. So he took my 20 pound. Sure. Black.
1: <laughs> and that's <laughs> that?
2: Straight, straight lost. And then I tried to put a pound in a machine that shouldn't have been taking a pound. Right. And it got stuck. Uh, and then my mate started pulling his own pints behind the bar and we were asked to leave.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So that's your casino
2: experience. So that was, that was me trying to look cool, but ending up looking like a fool. Oh. So that's
1: like... The four of you, the five of you, you walk in in slow motion with your shades yeah. <laughs> that
2: the, was the do, night. Do, 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 do,
3: do,
0: and it's like... Do, 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 do. We mean business. And you just
1: like nod to each other and like, say, gentlemen, it's showtime. Five yeah. of five. Please leave.
2: And it's just like scene <laughs> missing and We're then they're so, outside. <laughs> this all probably took place over about 25 minutes as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just... I love it, but I feel like... The problem is I don't have a gambling mentality. I think, I think that's
0: the. I think that's the issue. I'm always thinking safely. So yeah. It's Like, what can I afford? That's not yeah, how you. I, I meant think to that. Think. I
2: think that's a, a sensible thing to do, though. Never gamble more than you can afford. Yeah. Is, if I think anyone who does that is is going to be in trouble before too long. But they might win bigger than me.
1: The thing is, like if you, if you ever wanted like if you ever wanted me to actually play poker really well, I I'd have do. to be like shackled to the table. Someone's got a gun to my head, and it's like uh play or uh, i don't know the puppy gets it like something like really kind of like emotionally like investing i'm like oh. but yeah. if i'm playing with friends and i go like even if we've all put like 10 quid into the pot i'll just go oh i don't really need that 10 pounds yeah, i'm, just gl- that's I'm just exactly glad to right. have my friends around
0: yeah that's <laughs> how i think and like chris ray's there thinking i want that 40 quid like i want yeah. all of that money
1: whereas we're time. just a couple of like uh beta male <laughs> losers who don't know uh who don't know we're about to be beaten basically
2: it's because we don't care I, if we I, are. Or I, not. I don't like losing very much. I, I'm not a very good loser. Put it
1: that way. Whereas I'm generally okay with it. Yeah, um. yeah, I'm, ki- I'm kind of okay with it. I, at least I'm kind of used to it. Then.
0: <laughs> I think I <laughs> oh, am. I'm, oh, generally.
1: I'm used to it. It's just
2: I don't take it very well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I learned at a young age that when a bully is trying to take your money, just pl- go limp and play dead on the floor. Yeah,
0: it doesn't matter that he wins. What matters is that I lived for another day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Do you think we've exhausted the hate?
2: I think so. Is there community stuff?
1: Yeah, we do have some...
2: Whilst you you read that, John, I'm just going to go and pop and get a drink, but you carry on, please. Oh, I guess... And and I'll be back. Not that I'm showing contempt for the community, you understand. (laughs) It's just that I require a drink. I see. Please carry on. Okay, well, I guess...
1: Well, you know, that's going to be really hard to edit, so I guess I'll keep talking. Um, (laughs) So, uh, Louis, friend of the show, writes in and says, I hate toasters and other people in the house turning it up to the maximum setting and then leaving it like that after using it. So when I make my toaster later on, it becomes a slab of carbon.
0: Oh, uh, this sounds very specific to you, Louis, and your household.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like <laughs> your problem, Louis. Like, yeah. maybe uh, keep I know, it to yourself.
0: Um, you're an avid listener of Show Called Hate, for that we appreciate, but we're not here to solve your problems, and I, <laughs> I don't believe there's anything we can do about this. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, uh, I'm sure that's very frustrating. I don't have a toaster. How do you...
1: What do you eat? Well, actually, you see raw sausages, don't you? Out the, everything's cold. Out the everything's raw, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, uh, weirdly, I'll use, because I, 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 I don't use a toaster very often, so I don't feel the need to have one. So I'll just grill bread in the oven if I need to toast something. But um, yeah, I can't relate to Louis Payne specifically in that respect because um, it's never, it's never happened to me. But hey, maybe you can use that charcoal square for something else.
1: I hear charcoal is actually quite good for your digestion.
0: Yeah, so maybe just eat it, Louis, and stop complaining Toastabay. for like for a second. Yeah, but also, suck- you could chop it into little uh, sort of chips and use it to draw. We could get mm. back onto that art situation we were talking about earlier.
1: Uh, Chris Ray, what are your thoughts on toasters and people uh, leaving them on too high? Well, go on, pay, go um, on earn your money, you lazy fuck. Are we saying?
2: Are we <laughs> saying that to the extent that they're they're going into a state of burn? So, so
0: picture this, Chris. You you come home. You're desperate for a for a slice of fresh toast with a knob of oh, butter yeah. on it, and uh, you you chuck your toast, bread in, confident that it's going to come out the way you love it every time. But Liz yeah. has left it on 35, the highest setting any toaster is <laughs> known. To it only go goes to. up to 10. Yeah, I know. She's managed to <laughs> hack it because she just loves it to be hacked into the toaster. And in seconds, your beloved piece of bread, the last bread in the house, in fact, is yeah. now bl- a black square. How do you react?
2: Oh, I wouldn't be very happy. No, sure. Um, I like mildly toasted bread. Me too. Mm. Toaster, uh, like I'm basically. talking. I'm talking basically still bread. Yeah, yeah I like I like to great.
1: wave it in front of a light bulb a couple of yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's generally a bit too bit so too much for me.
2: Be, I would be upset if if a if a overly browned piece of bread came out. I would be upset. Yeah, I would I would, I would probably upset. complain.
0: Well, Louis I, has complained to us.
1: Louis, uh, mm. my uh, my life hack for a toaster is to uh, put it on the lowest setting, and then uh, just put it back in like ten times until it reaches <laughs> the perfect point so you're perfectly happy yeah right? I, honestly I do kind of do that like, because I'm so terrified of going over that sweet spot and getting mm-hmm. even like I just want the mildest like orange kind of like little tinge to it I don't want yeah I
0: agree or Louis you could get your
2: own toaster in your room and then you can have toast all day long yeah get, get a like um, yeah a two. you could be a two toaster family
1: ooh Johnny, Johnny <laughs> two toasters over there yeah I guess two toasters. I, I, I guess the recession's over. Jesus. Yeah, I
2: guess so. so you
0: can, can afford another toaster. A personal toaster.
1: Um, Ned, friend of the show, writes, I hate the term gamer. I, I play video games, but I don't need a label any more than I should be known as a filmer because I watch movies. <laughs> the term just smacks of incels, toxic masculinity, and whiny man-children. I hate it when people say, oh, are you a gamer? As if I'm going to throw up a gang sign or talk about them like I would a sport or a project. It's just another form of visual media. There are unique elements, of course, but they don't need a self-congratulatory, deeply problemat- problematic moniker to justify the medium. Wow, Boom. well, Boom. That's, some of,
2: that's some of the best writing that we've had on this show, I think. Um, well, on the, I am with the authority on this show about gaming and aspects of... Um, yes. Yes, I would dislike being um, pigeonholed into such a bracket. I'm sure. I think.
0: I think what's stupid about the term is that kind of everyone likes games on some form or another. Like whether you play, you know, Call of Duty on an expert level on a server, you know, with only pro players, or whether you play croquet in your garden when there's a wedding on. Mm. We're all. We all like a game. You know. Yeah,
1: granny sitting down with a deck of cards to play whist. Is, is she, <laughs> She's also a gamer. you know, Is she a gamer? Out... Exactly. Yeah, she's a gamer. She's got a sick rig. Oh,
0: bro. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you contend, sir, that this rig be banging?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, this fold-out wooden table? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, her cribbage table is basically... That's the um, that's the liquid-cooled um, yeah. alienware of its day, I feel.
0: Absolutely it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get that. Because I think it could even be argued that to play games is one of the is one of the features of higher levels of intelligence maybe it's what kind of separates us from the animals and yeah that's more than just eating doritos and uh (laughs) this is
3: the
0: weird thing he's absolutely right about the fact that there's a label and a connotation to that term now because i think i play i play video games probably every evening like pretty much if i'm left if i left to my own devices once i've got everything i want to get done that will be my optimum choice of entertainment but i wouldn't call myself a gamer 'Cause I don't like the idea of like that being my label. I I think that's kind of a disgusting term.
2: Exactly. Is a gamer supposed to be someone who does it professionally.
0: Well maybe not professionally, um, but maybe someone who is wholly obsessed with it. So like that would be mm. the most identifying aspect of them. Whereas maybe you could argue that I have greater defining aspects than just the fact that I play games. But it's just sure. what I do as entertainment. It's like like he says, like if you watch a film a couple of films a week, are you a filmer? No, of course you're not. Yeah.
1: I wonder if this is actually the fault of our old friend marketing. Like, if we can lay lay this at their door. Because, like, I feel much of the same way that I think at at a point in history, I feel like Doritos or Mountain Dew or something like that, they tried to actually market snack food just for gamers. As if, like, it was scientifically cultivated so that only the unique digestive system... Of a gamer could, <laughs> could process for slurry that they were creating. No. And I feel they've done that for, for football, like in the past. I just feel like gaming is like the new market that people can kind of like exploit for money. Yeah, and I agree the, with that. The way, Probably. To, the way to do that is to make the people who are doing it feel like they're a different breed, like they're yep. a different type of person. Like, um, yeah, there must be a hell of a lot of chuff just marketed at people who like football. Because... I
0: feel, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I feel like it's boiled out as well of, of sort of like the older, the older generations sort of uh, not understanding it and so labeling it as oh they're well, they're they're gamers, aren't they? Whatever are the gamers are, Ooh, you know. And and I don't think any actual person who is avid an avid fan of video games would actually have referred to themselves as a gamer if it was not for an older generation coming in with that term.
1: Yeah. Because I guess all we have to do is wait. Like the longer we leave this, then the more people alive on the planet today are gonna have some more experience of playing video games, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Which is kinda of yeah. weird, isn't it? Because I get what Neg's saying, because to say that like you've got a proper gamer also spawned like that ugly phrase about being like a casual gamer. Yeah. As mm-hmm. if like if you just played games on your mobile phone or you like games that didn't involve shooting someone, you somehow weren't doing it properly. Or yeah, something definitely. like that you were kind of weak
0: there was a big i uh, was a big data sort of i don't know like questionnaire or whatever that got some results out that basically proved that the highest proportion of people who spend most of their time playing games were actually people playing candy crush on their phone <laughs> and, and a greater proportion of them were women than men so really what this data showed is that there were more women that played video games like resolutely and regularly than men and of course the gamers <laughs> They didn't like that at all. Oh, I bet they, I bet they <laughs> kicked off, didn't they? Yeah, that was the worst thing you could say to them. Well, Candy Crush doesn't count, doesn't it? I mean, I think lawn croquet counts as well. I, I, seriously.
1: Yeah, there's actually more people playing um, bowls <laughs> or, or, or or Bulls. B- bulls. B- bulls. With the bulls. Bulls. I mean, we have a um, because we apparently live in a Tolkien-esque fantasy. We, we we have a a bowling green right in the heart of town. We do, we do, yeah. And uh, we have
2: two actually. There's one right by the football ground as well. Is there really? Oh, good good to God!
1: Know. Yeah. Know. Come and like Not one but two bowling greens. Two bowling greens. They should go, they should leave with that instead of the festival stuff, shouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, once I I uh, I actually applied for a job once at a bulls bowl, a bowls club. Doing what? What? Ru- running their website, <laughs> <All> <laughs> their right. awful geos- geosites <laughs> kind of website, HTML one. It looked like the Space Jam website. It was astonishing. Ah, oh, brilliant. Okay, well, to end on a positive note, we have a love from Alexander Alex, friend of the oh, show, friend of the show, who basically says and is a rather uncontroversial opinion: I love raspberry cheesecake from Tesco's. Oh, yeah, br-
0: it's it's amazing.
1: Other brands are available. But he says, "I've com- oh no, wait, other brands aren't available." Because he says, "I've compared it. To- <laughs> I've compared it to the cheesecake from Waitrose, and nah, Tesco's comes out on top. Lighter, lighter, fluffier <laughs> topping, with only a-, a slight addition of raspberry jam, and a much more solid biscuit If you work base. for Tesco, <laughs> yeah. No, we get. I think we're getting sponsored. too deep
0: into not sponsored content now. Like, we need to be careful.
1: <laughs> this is my. This is my new. Um, Raspberry Cheesecake ASMR. Oh no. Yeah. Not too solid. <laughs> but just solid enough. And it doesn't fall apart when you
2: use your fork. I don't know what that means. Mm,
1: it, uh Annie Yangs, um
2: What is too solid? Like your fork gets absorbed by the cheesecake. <coughs> like ice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh but apparently Tesco raspberry cheesecake. Love it.
2: Love it. Get on down. I believe you. I've had. I have no. It's I have excellent. no uh, frame of reference. Really, it's really good. Eat it.
1: I do remember when when we lived. Eat together, them. Eat them. When we lived together, Nick, I do remember uh, splitting a or having a raspberry or a, some kind of cheesecake in the house, mm. and it being one of those nights where we were like, "Well, normally, like." A third. No, 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 sorry. A sixth of a raspberry of a cheesecake is like a good pudding.
0: That's the pudding,
1: yeah. And I think we made the call to maybe eat the whole thing between two people.
0: I think we did. And we're like, let's can we have half a cheesecake each now in one go? And the consensus between the two of us was yes. Yes we can.
1: And like I think we were about halfway through when we realized it was maybe a mistake. (laughs) But you've got to carry on because you can't put half an eaten cheesecake back in the fridge.
0: This is the only uh, arena in which I will become competitive. That is to say, gorging myself <laughs> to, to near death.
1: Yeah, as we've discovered, show sure, you you have an unfair advantage because your body has evolved to basically be like a kind of meat shoot, yeah. like. Uh, like a like the a log flume it's like a constant chute yeah. you know those you know
0: when you see scaffolding up the side of houses and they have that <coughs> that like series of what look like bins that like intersect down into a skip yeah. that's me that's essentially me food just Ru- flies through
1: <laughs> but yeah raspberry cheesecake uh, check great. it out check it out so on that note, uh, Chris Ray, do you have a love to bring us? Do. His... Yes, yes, do yes, yes,
2: yes, yeah. So we talked a few weeks ago about our love of documentaries on Netflix. <clears throat> we did, we did. Um, I have discovered, and I didn't really realise it was associated to the television series that has subsequently become very popular. But I watched the original Catfish the ah, other night. Hey. yeah,
0: the, the movie that started. Which
2: I I watched, and I assumed it was sort of a, a follow on from the series but it's actually the very first catfish where the guy who now presents the show or has presented the show was catfished himself.
0: Yes, that's how it all began.
2: And that's how the um the documentary plays out. Um and I've I've since then watched quite a few of the catfishes and I think it's
0: great. It's yeah. Very
1: compelling television.
0: It is actually very compelling television. It is it's very
1: interesting stuff. Cuz they created that became a verb, didn't it? Like Yeah, to, I think they, I think they created
2: it. Like the actual documentary explains where that came from and stuff like that. Like, the woman who was catfishing uh, the presenter's husband, so her husband, explained um, about catfish and why catfish were used in the transportation of fish and stuff like that. And that is why it became known as catfishing. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, I've, I didn't realise it was such an old documentary when I watched it. And I went back and I realised it was 2010. And Liz said, oh, I think he might actually be the presenter of the television show.
0: I, it's very good it's a really good uh, documentary actually
2: yeah all, it is, Yeah. is you're th- trying to predict what's going to happen because you sort of know there's something off and when you actually get there more of it is true than I thought yeah uh, but there are obviously some uh, untruths in there big diffs
1: the thing I find weird about all these amazing documentaries because I've, I've been on a documentary splurge as well is like so many of them are made by people who weren't documentary makers who weren't filmmakers yeah. But then something happened in their life, and they decided yeah. to follow up on it. And I'm worried that maybe like I've missed my opportunity. I have like, thought this
0: as well. Like, because yeah. how
1: do you know when
2: to start filming?
1: Yeah. yeah. What
2: What would you film now if you could?
1: Well, right now past? I don't know. But, but that's the thing. Like, is was there a moment in your life where there? there this something... another thing
0: as well. Like, what if it turns out to be a dead end? So, what if like, what if uh, you get an email? That, that's, like, shocking and, and and controversial and weird in some way, and you're like, oh, my God, this is the beginning of something. I'm going to start filming my life every day. And then it's not, nothing comes of it. Like, yeah. how many documentaries are false starts? There must be thousands of them out there. Yeah, there
2: must be. I but- always appreciate the amount of work that goes into, like, a thing you see on screen <laughs> or something that happens at a professional level that just takes a second on screen or hmm. a minute or whatever, and you must... Um, think about how much work has gone into that little bit of time. Oh, and, yeah. And sometimes it's just an astronomical amount of work, like CGI and stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff you'd never even notice the amount of work that's gone into just making that. I always try and think about that when I'm watching stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd be terrified if like something really... W- or the opposite happened, like something you know really interesting happens to you, mm. but then you're so shit with a camera... That uh, You just do a really you to, you bad... You captured
2: it
0: properly. Yeah,
1: you do a really bad job of turning it into something.
0: Well, we've seen an example of that. That's have Brave we? Dave. Brave Dave. <gasps> Brave
1: Dave, yeah. What a hero. What yeah. Player.
0: So Brave Dave had a great concept. He was, going to, he was going to jump onto and ride illegally freight trains across Canada. And he d- yeah. did not do a great job of filming it to the point that there were several points where the most exciting thing that could have happened, such as him being caught or chased... He forgot to film, or the camera wasn't on, and he had to tell us about it afterwards. Yeah, uh, makes for interesting viewing. I wouldn't say compelling viewing.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I think we've mentioned Brave Dave before on this show. I but think we have. Yeah, if you probably. haven't, if you haven't watched it, everyone go Google Brave Dave, get on YouTube and watch Brave Dave's Big Fat Canadian Freight Hop. Yeah, it this is... is the
0: example of how not to do a documentary.
1: And yet, at the same time, it is powerfully compelling. And oh, you will great, have, yeah. Yeah, you'll end up watching all two hours of it. It is astonishing. You will watch
0: it all, but you'll be watching it all because you'll be hoping something's going to happen. <laughs> and I'll tell you now, it won't. <clears> it doesn't matter that I've told you that, though, because you'll keep, you'll keep watching it. I know you. I know what you're like.
1: So, so Catfish, Chris Ray.
2: Yeah. That's it. That's, That's the love. It, really. That's it, That's no? it? The show. I've subsequently watched many, many clips of... Um, Catfish from the MTV account, Indeed. and they're all they're all fun. It's all good fun, just watching what uh, plays out. And there are some happy endings. Yeah, it's not are. all about they're actually are, yeah. um, slagging people off and, and it being explosive television. There are actually some happy endings in it where people actually turn out to be who they said they were all along, and they were just afraid or whatever. Yeah, or better. And, they, and way, people better. turn up at their house, and it's like, oh, okay,
1: you uh, were actually telling the truth. I um. I recently found out about a documentary which isn't on Netflix and it's called... Uh, What's the point, it's called Tickled. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy who was describing it said it was one of his favourite movies of like 2017. He said it's also perhaps the most disturbing thing he's ever, he's ever watched. Oh, no. It there is... are some
2: very disturbing ones out there now.
1: Well, apparently the synopsis is it's about, it's about a couple of journalists from New Zealand who stumble upon a series of videos online... Which are apparently about a professional tickling competition. Oh, God. Okay. Where it's like you are physically restrained and someone tickles you, and it's how long you can endure it. And okay. apparently. Who's that fun for? Well, I guess we'll have to okay. watch a documentary, but that that's the whole thing. It's about basically like everyone goes like oh this is weird I mean you kind of go "Ha, huh, this is this is really funny isn't it what a weird thing that people put online and then as they delved a little deeper into it, they were like there's a lot of footage of people getting tied up and tickled and then it just kind of unravels and apparently it's just one of those things where you're like and again that was their moment they found yeah. something really really weird and it led and,
2: somewhere as well
1: yeah and ran with it and apparently it's a really good documentary just really yeah. disturbing
2: a lot of them are yeah. there and that, that's what, yeah. why they're
1: compelling I suppose I guess so. Go anyway, on. I've got a love. Go on, Em. I love a workman band.
2: <laughs> what okay. do we define
1: as a workman band? I I love a band where maybe you, they had a great song once and you loved it, and then you've not thought about that band in maybe like 20 years, and then you look them up again and you realise they're still going, it. Oh, okay. They've never stopped. And they've never maybe like reached that success again, and they're not in the charts, but they've produced like twenty albums, and they've got their own following, and they're still working, but they're just not filling they're just, stadiums. They're putting in the grind. Yeah, I think that's it. I just realised I have a hell of a lot of respect for bands which are just just doing the work, you know, not Can you give succeeding. An example? Yeah, oddly enough uh and maybe i'm sure some people will disagree with me maybe they are quite popular but electric oh, six yeah.
3: okay
0: yeah
1: i found myself thinking about electric six the other day i think i heard uh, danger high voltage um and i was like my god i haven't listened to that song in ages what are they up to well that's the thing i opened them up on spotify i gave you know and i started listening to them again and i was like you know what They've got some yeah, absolute bangers. Like some amazing tracks. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. They've also got a lot of like kind of average tracks and a lot and a lot of stuff which like is just all right. But they're still going. It was like 2004 I think when Danger High Voltage came out. Right? And it, and you don't hear about Electric Six, like, every day. You don't go, like, oh, you know, their latest single, it's climbing to number five in the charts or something. It's like, no, That's they're true. just they're just out there putting in the work. And I guarantee, if you saw, like, Electric Six were headlining, like, a local concert mm. or something, not Glastonbury, just, like, there's a few thousand people there and Electric Six are playing, I guarantee you'd have an amazing night. Like, I reckon they would just be absolutely banging, like, absolutely incredible. And yet... They're never going to be the greatest band in the world. Yeah, I guess I just have so much respect for people who can just keep kind of going.
2: I know exactly what a, you mean. Yeah, yeah, there was a band I used to go to the Minehead uh, Real Ale Festival, which sadly doesn't run anymore. And there was a ba- a band who had been going for seventy five years.
0: Bloody hell!
2: Just they were like a local band. Jeez! And It was just these old old blokes playing brass instruments. It was re- they were really good.
1: Heroes of But
2: it's just a local band, and they've just done it because they love doing it.
1: There Wait, so They've been going for seventy-five years. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Hell. Wait, when did they join? I
1: like don't in know. the crib.
2: They must. Some people must have died, obviously. But oh, I base. see.
1: I see. Yeah. So but like...
2: the, there was there was a founder member there, like playing the drums or whatever. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I thought it was still the original band members. I thought they must well, be absolutely would, ancient.
2: Would, I'm, I think there was at least one original band member, but
1: yeah. I guess, come to think of it, 75 is no age anymore, isn't it? Is it? like You're not really old until you're 85. Depends when they started. They might have started when they were five.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They were just terrible for like 50 years. And then the last 25, they've got their act together.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's my love. Short and sweet.
0: That's good. I like it. Wonderful. Mine mine can be short and sweet as well. Um, I love the movie Barbarella.
1: Oh. Oh, interesting. I've never watched that movie. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it it it. all
0: yet, but I don't need to see it all to know that it's (laughs) fucking amazing. It's... I mean, it's kind of bullshit in the sense that it's like I have no idea what is happening, why anyone is doing anything that they're doing. But what I love about it is it's it's a complete commitment to let's just do this now as a, as a method of storytelling or, or filmmaking. It's like
1: oh, you mean, moment by moment.
0: Like, yeah. Like it's almost like they didn't plan anything and they just work with what they had. And like so the first scene is Barbarella in her ship. And uh, it's the opening credits. And I think it's about 15 minutes long. And it's just her getting all of her clothes off. They they just managed to make that last for ages, right? And then it turns out we see the interior of her ship. And it's furry. The inside of her ship is completely lined with fur. I don't know why. Um, There's a computer that talks to her. The computer is just a series of flapping mirror panels on the wall. (laughs) It doesn't really flap in time with the voice. But that's fine. Um, And then she's going somewhere. But it's not really that clear where she's going. And she crashes on an ice planet. Uh, and she's kidnapped by some twins, uh, little children, who uh, who put her on a sled that's pulled by a, a squid, but that slides across the surface of the ice. And they take her to a ruined ship and they tie her to a pole in the ship. And then a load of uh, seemingly sentient ventriloquist dummies with sharpened teeth sort of advance on her very slowly and bite and scratch at her a bit. And do you see what i mean like I'm, I'm just saying things things are just happening right and then a man <laughs> yeah, you and then could a have man, made that up i don't know if it's yeah. true or yeah, not and I then a no man idea. appears yeah. and he's in a full f- furry suit like he looks like chewbacca but without a face right and then he grabs her and puts her on this sled that kind of looks like a bike but also kind of looks like a shed like right. a wooden bike shed and he takes his mask off and he's a human man and he manages to make a case for sleeping with Barbarella. And she just agrees to this because, you know, why not? He's a strange man, probably an alien on another world. Um, and then I, at that point, made the joke, oh, I bet he's going to take his furry suit off and he's going to be just as hairy underneath. And he <laughs> was. Like, <laughs> that was the joke. So he takes this, this hairy Chewbacca-like suit off and he's got what looks like a chest wig on underneath. This very, very hairy, matted, sweaty man. Um, and then she meets an angel who's blind and then, she, and then she goes to this city of glass and torture. And then she walks into a corridor and there's a balloon in there. And then the balloon pops and there's a person inside. And the person comes out and says, it's me, the great tyrant. And it's just stuff. It's just bam, bam. It's just these things are going to happen now. And I don't need to tell you why. I don't need to have a reason why. I'm just going to do stuff. And you're going to go, wow, I've never seen that before. And it's, it is great. It is every bit as good as, as I'm describing. It's incredible. Watch it.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as an IMDb plot synopsis goes, <laughs> that's quite. Um, you that's up there.
0: You couldn't synopsize the plot in any other way other than saying, and then she went here, and then a balloon popped, and then a one-eyed person came out, and then they said, "Go here," and then an angel was blind, and then they flew up into
2: the sky. You could. There's yeah. no. There's nothing else. Oh, you got it.
1: I know you're a fan of the uh, French comic book artist uh, Mobius. Indeed, I am. You're Does he not? have... Employ a similar style to storytelling, where does, it's indeed. like, and and what the fuck now? And what the fuck now? Like, what would be what would be weird to do here? I'll do that. Yes, he does.
0: Yeah,
3: Maybe I mean, Barbarella
0: is based on a French comic book, so I mean, ah, pr- well, there, there we go.
1: <laughs> there we go. It's for French.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the French again. Surprising
1: nobody. It's boundless
0: creativity that serves no purpose at all. It seems.
1: No, I've I've never seen uh, I've never seen no. uh, Bar- wow. Barbarella.
0: Well, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can watch it.
1: I do. I do have that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether you'll get anything out of it. I'm not sure what I'm getting out of it, but I'm, a, I'm <laughs> <out of> it.
2: <laughs> Why does everyone need to get anything out of anything? That's so true. Yeah, let's just watch Barbara. Just do Ella a thing. Not just have fun. Just
3: yeah. do
1: a thing. It's not important. Um, well, on that go. note, have you have you wrung all the entertainment out of Barbarella? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I've I haven't watched I it all for yet, now, so I need to get back yeah. to it. To oh, you haven't even it. completed it? No, 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 no. I that sounded I'll... like a four-hour epic, what you described.
0: I think it was about two hours, what I've seen so far. There's probably another four or so hours to go, I think. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus
3: Christ.
1: <laughs> well, on that note, um, gentlemen, uh, we've explored a lot this evening, uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> complex complex issues for discussion. Uh, what, do yeah, we feel, sure. what do we feel won out, love or hate? Uh,
0: I feel like hate this time. Mmm... There's a noise of agreement. there. Mm. Why? Well, I guess
1: my opinion is um, is utterly irrelevant. It's null, and, uh,
2: null and void.
1: But yeah. no, I probably agree with you. I think hate one. You know, there you go. Let's play foxes. It's
2: that fox wandering that, around, that, yeah, screaming, that... screaming outside my house. Man
0: in a fox morph suit.
1: Well, I say a uh, a massive thank you to our listeners. Thank you for all your submissions. And uh, you know, if you're listening and you'd like to uh, join our wonderful community, who apparently all love raspberry cheesecake, do head on over yeah. to Facebook, give us a search, join the group.
2: You can only join if you like Tesco Raspberry Cheesecake. Yeah. That's the rule. Oh, but we might let you in otherwise. We might.
0: We'll just have to assess it We'll have to review it
2: on a yeah, case by case uh, uh, merit. That's fine.
1: So on that note, uh, how, how are we going to wrap this up?